You're listening to Metal Gear Resurrections. On this episode is a continuation of episode 47. Uh, Metal Gear D-Model and I uh, discussing uh, as the newly segmented Metal Gear Resurrections After Dark. Hope you enjoy it. And as always, our intro and outro is by fingers. Well, then, Johnny, where, where do we stand? Are, is this still recording that we're going to send out It's still recording. All right, that's fine. I don't know. Like how uh, I'm pretty sure like it's going to be like... Metal Gear Resurrection After Hours. <laughs> now we're going to get real wild. It's going to get crazier. I mean, I was drinking like this. Oh, you can't see it because my green screen. Energy water. Which is just like. I think I've seen that. Yeah. It's like Hint Energy Water, which I'm not sponsored by them, but, uh, you know. Once the word energy appears, it's no longer water, Johnny. I know. Why would they call it that? Like, it's just energy drink (laughs) with other calories. That's all it is. I'm not sure what else to say concerning the news. I mean, unfortunately, like, it's all just speculation right now. All we really know for sure. Metal Gear Solid 3 remake. Yep. Um, They're going to, seems like they're going to use the archival recordings of the actors. The the, the few screenshots we have looks like a one-to-one level design. That's perfectly okay. I think there was a note from the the, the production team that said they're going to be real faithful to the original, original design. Yeah. Uh, and then we got the Volume 1 collection coming, which is Metal Gear Solid 1, 2, 3. Uh, a lot of speculation and rumors out there what Volume 2 will be, but, you know, um, the, the very fact that they're calling the Volume 1 collection the Volume 1 collection lets us know there's more on the way. I hope it, so. So there we've got more. three confirmed products on the way mm. at least, and it seems like Konami's ready to tap that cash cow again and see if the Metal Gear fan community has a little bit of a better response than they did with Survive. Which probably won't be in the collection. Oh, no. (laughs) Unless they really go for it. Unless they're (laughs) really like the the Volume 3 Master Collection, Ground Zero, The Phantom Pain, Survive. No. You won't (laughs) buy it. For survival, sure they will. I mean, yeah, they will, but they, won't buy they as much. would not as much, you know, they would, but they gotta, like, you know, same thing with like portable ops. Like, you can't play that unless you emulate or on a PSP. I could be wrong, but I think the current rumors right now are portable mm. ops is actually gonna be on the volume two collection, yeah, and like those assets, and games. that's exciting because portable ops is kind of trapped in time right now. Yeah. Like, unless you own a PSP and a physical copy of portable ops, you aren't playing it. I have no idea what yeah. the emulators and ROM situation is online because I, I don't really do I that no anymore. Idea. But no um, officially, it's trapped on PSP. Yeah. So unless you've got a dusty one sitting on your shelf the past 20 years, you can't play it unless uh, you go out and find an old vintage used PSP that's in fairly good shape and an old vintage copy of the game that's used and in good shape. Well, like for like volume one, you're doing it right. One, two, three. That's the, the classics right there. But then it gets kind of muddy. It's like, yeah. what would you do for volume two? Because it's not going to be that clean. Do volume, you do yeah. portable ops, Metal Gear Solid 4, and Peace Walker? Volume two should be the the escape from volume. So get like the games that are stuck on consoles that they're not anywhere else. Oh, so you, portable yeah, ops and four. Like portable ops four and probably the acid games. Oh, Those that's a good idea, PSP. actually. Because, you know, Peace Walker, that's already on HD. Mm-hmm. And it's it, you can get it anywhere. You can still get it to net, today. You can get it now in the, in the digital stores as well. So that, that that's not a problem for Peace Walker. That's, you can stay away from that for now. But we need Escape. Escape Volume 2. 
Well, here, here's a question I have for you because I, yeah. I legitimately don't know. Do you have a PS5? Do you know if PS5 is backward compatible with PS4? It's not. Okay, so they, so there would yeah. be value in releasing Metal Gear Solid 5 as Volume 3 or mm -hmm. something like that so you can play it on a PS5. Yeah, because they, they stopped the backwards compatibility. Like, what, what 3 was the last one? That sucks. Was, right? Like, yeah. That would solve so many problems if when PS6 comes out, you could play anything on PS1, 2, 3, 4, 5. All yeah. of us that have those physical copies just sitting there on the shelves collecting dust because maybe we our controller broke down for our PS2 mm -hmm. or some reason or another. It'd be so nice to have that backwards compatibility. But like you said, some of those games are yeah. dependent on like pressure-sensitive controls. I'm curious about that. Like, what do you do for that? So like, how, how would you even do that on if mm -hmm. modern consoles were backwards compatible with, you know, yeah, same thing with like the with portable ops. That was a PSP controller. You're gonna have you're gonna have to add the additional analog stick. And hopefully, it gives them a mm. chance to adjust the game. It would be so nice if portable ops had a 3D camera, didn't it? Mm, there was know. something there was something yeah. messed up with the controls of portable ops that people complain about. There was some real fundamental flaw with the game of like mm. you can't do blank in the game, and it really jacks up the gameplay. I can't I remember, remember what it was, but I remember that. playing Portable Ops and loving it. Oh, you played it? I didn't, I didn't get a chance to play it. Uh, my my one big memory... Okay, it did the mm -hmm. comic book cutscenes that um, Peace Walker did. Yeah. And my other big takeaway was it had the base building system, but obviously it was the first game in the series to have the base building system. So a lot of the game... They don't have the Fulton system. Yeah, it didn't have that. So a lot of the game, you're knocking out soldiers and you're dragging them mm -hmm. all the way across the map yep. real slowly until you find a truck at the beginning of the stage that you can dump them into the back of the truck. That doesn't work. I have to admit, I rather enjoyed it. Oh, you did? Oh. It made me feel strong. It made me feel like I had power over these people. <laughs> these non-playable characters. I rather enjoyed kidnapping them and dragging them to my truck. Which presumably had some of my team inside or something. No, I mean that was like the beginning of like kidnap kidnapping people. Like they yeah. they mentioned it a little bit in three. You were supposed to use a Fulton experiment to get. I forgot the, the scientist's name. The top of my head. Oh, uh, were they saying that Sokolov would be extracted via Fulton? Yeah, it was like we're gonna try it on him. And, and then was, you end up using it on yourself after you're you're injured. I believe so. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of interesting to see the, the evolution of the series and like what mm. ideas get further fleshed out in, in entries. You know, Portable Ops, it's got that shaky place in canon now where at the time they're like, oh yeah, this is part of the canon. And even in Metal mm. Gear Solid 4, there were references to, to Portable Ops. But, you know, Kojima's said some things recently that kind of like, eh, well, the, yeah. the broad strokes of the story happen, but I didn't write it, I didn't direct it, so... A lot of the nitty gritty details of the game that are kind of eh, not very good. I don't really agree with as canon, but you've got a lot of uh, systems that became so fundamental to Peace Walker mm. and to Metal Gear Solid Five that started right there with that first PSP game, Portable Ops. Kind of weird. <laughs> it it yeah. uh, it's it's uh, place in Metal Gear canon is is uh, not solid. Well, also, too, you, you got yeah. David Hayter. David Hayter voiced the character in Portal Mobs. That's right. I remember at the time I was playing it, I'm like, this is fucking awesome. I've got David Hayter voicing Big Boss in a new Naked Snake adventure or Big Boss adventure. Like, that was like a breakthrough moment for me that you could do a 
whole series of big boss games, and they did. Because that was the first one after Metal Gear Solid 3, which felt like it could be a one-off. And then they spun it off into a whole series of big boss games that I actually think I like better than the Solid Snake games. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. I like the basically the big boss uh, tales. I mean, I have to admit, the big yeah. boss games would mean, mean nothing if we didn't have the Solid Snake games. Mm-hmm. You couldn't have just started the series just playing Big Boss. That would mean nothing. No. Because you had to have the Solid yeah. Snake games and they were wonderful, but like God, it was so cool getting to go back and kind of play the, <laughs> the overarching villain of the series and kind of flesh him out and realize ah, oh, it's kind of a sympathetic character. Don't tell Shane I said that, anybody. Actually, Johnny, just go ahead and cut this whole segment from the from the episode, will you? Shane doesn't need to hear me say complimentary things about Big Boss. Oh yeah, she'll. De- I'm just she'll... happy he built Metal Gear D. Uh, that that'll be my defense. The, I was gonna say that the real one did, because if you go canonical, um, Venom slash Punch Snake was responsible for the TX55. Right, is that what it was for the first game? Maybe, and there's still a lot up for interpretation. It mm-hmm. could simply be that Big Boss did establish Outer Heaven, and maybe just mm-hmm. his decoy was in charge of it while he was gone. It's yeah. not entirely clear because a lot of those people that were at the outer heaven incident ended up in zanzibar land kyle schneider dr madnar gray fox uh how could that have happened if zanzibar big boss is zanzibar land and and venom snakes outer heaven were just two completely different endeavors maybe that's stupid of me to say because so many of the metal gear games that is the situation where you've got a completely different terrorist faction and you've got reoccurring characters showing up at these different iconic incidents so yeah i don't know it's unfortunately because so much retroactive continuity has played with the continuity of those original msx games Mm -hmm. it's there's some open interpretation there yeah the timeline has been altered on several occasions yeah unfortunately we're not diving as deep as they do on shadow moses cafe where they really do their fucking homework <laughs> and really know what they're talking about oh my god yeah there's like, i was i talked to shane and she was like i think she told me like nine pages for one character and i was just like what what could be on that paper i'm thinking in my head like oh she my just god constantly replaying the games that like unfortunately nuts unfortunately i don't replay the games as much as i should like i became an expert at each of the games and then mm. just Kind of moved on and, and didn't revisit. The, I revisited mm-hmm. them less and less each year until eventually now I'm just kind of an old old man that doesn't really remember things very well. I know. And I, I can't do that level of research like to, to that level. Like that's beyond well, my means. Here's the thing. To do that level of research, I feel like you have to play the games and take mm-hmm. notes the entire time. But then almost go yep. back and replay the games. Go, oh, wait a minute. Something that was said in this latest game I'm playing references back to that event. And I feel like I need to go back to that game and pay closer attention to what yep kyle schneider said about nato or something and yeah oh boy uh i already feel like the continuity of these games is a little bit of a cluster fucking nightmare i mean uh. for for god's sakes uh master miller turns from a half vietnamese man mm-hmm. named master miller to a white man named kazakura as a hero yeah kazakura but he's half i think he's half japanese half american but he, like his race completely changes. Yeah. I know. Between I know, Metal Gear I know Solid mean. Snake and, but then they they've retroactively changed that too. Yeah, because the liquid. It's hard for me to track all this shit, and also too, it's like, I feel like certain characters have been introduced in the timeline too mm-hmm. too early. Like for example, I know Portable Ops. I, I think Portable Ops has a character named Null. 
which is Gray Fox. I thought they actually had Frank Yeager in the game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he yeah. goes by the, the alias Noel because they're oh, constantly right, 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 just right, right. swapping code names. Yeah. So Gray Fox's Noel is yeah. uh, Frank Yeager. But that game takes place in 1970. So, uh, okay, let's uh, let's say he's an 18-year-old fresh-faced soldier in 1970. But then he's also in Metal Gear Solid and that takes place in 2005, which is 35 years later. So you've got this like 25-year-old or 20-year-old Fr- Frank Yeager mm-hmm. in Portable Ops. And then this 55-year-old Frank Yeager who's a cyborg ninja? Uh, yeah, exactly. Or I he would have been 50 when you fought him in the minefields in Metal Gear 2. And he didn't yeah. seem like a 50-year-old character. Uh, it's... I don't know. Yeah, and, these, and like Kaz, for example, like Kaz never struck me as an old man, but Kaz is—he's there in Peace Walker in 1974. I don't know how old he's supposed to be. Was it like 25 or something? I'm not sure, but he's got to be like probably between his 20s and 30s. But then he's also sort of supposed to be in Metal Gear Solid, and he's supposed to—that is 30 years later. So 25-year-old Kaz would also be 55. So you've got a a 34-year-old Liquid Snake pretending to be 55-year-old Kaz? Exactly. I, I just I don't know. Like this the timeline's a little jacked up. Yeah, and then you're not they still haven't clarified uh uh Dr. Clark, man or woman. Is I don't Dr. Clark's paramedic, right? Yeah. Dr. Clark's not a woman? I thought Dr. Clark had like long hair and a skirt. Yeah, I know, but I was just like, like before, I think I don't know what they were doing, like, but they still didn't clarify, like, I th- I don't know, I think they said in, in one he, but when you get to three, you get paramedic oh, she. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. So they reference a Doctor Clark in Metal Gear Solid. That's just mm-hmm. like a throwaway name. Yeah, and then I, they retroactively made paramedic Doctor Clark. I think so. Same thing with like, with Sigan. Like they did, like the whole he, they made him into Don into Donald Anderson. Yeah, they said Sigan is yeah going to be Donald Anderson yeah. as the DARPA chief in yeah Metal, Metal Gear Solid. I don't, I don't know, know. I don't know why. Like, I I know because he was done interviews before where he says he won't let pre-established continuity stand in the way of telling another good story mm. and playing fast and loose with the rules. If it means he gets to tell another good story. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, maybe Doc uh, Metal Gear Solid is the series that, like a lot of people in the in the um, LBG mm-hmm. uh, TQ, uh, I'm sorry, I, I don't know the acronym very well. Community really um, have a strong uh, affinity for mm-hmm. because of so much representation or inference in the games of yeah. You know, Snake sends uh, Hal Emmerich a picture of a, a shirtless dude, and he's like, that explains a lot. Or <laughs> He's called Vamp because he's bisexual, or or Ocelot kissing you. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know. There's a lot of those themes running through the games, and maybe that was the intent. Maybe when they're like, okay, we can make Doctor Clark a girl in Metal Gear Solid Three, and then when they reference Doctor Clark in Metal Gear Solid as a man, mm-hmm. maybe that's a a, a a specific intended change to say, okay, we are now saying that that's a transgender character. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a, that's what it is. Like it's in what you were saying before, like the in, inferring of like you know these characters. Like it's you know it's like like everything else in life. Like it's it's fluid. 
you know, as, as time goes on. That's the world we live in. And there could be nothing more accurate. So if that's got to be the continuity to make it work, then that's mm. probably those are the facts that we have. If Dr. Clark was a man in Metal Gear Solid 1 and, mm-hmm. you know, a young female officer in Metal Gear Solid 3, I guess that's the inference we make. Which kind of goes with the character in itself. I don't I don't know the character that well. Like, honestly, like, I just remember a handful of conversations mm-hmm. with Paramedic where she's like, Snake, bandage your arm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then just a vague reference to Dr. Clark and Metal Gear Solid. But... Mm-hmm. Th- for Shane, who can do these amazing deep dives and really pull these facts together, and obviously there's probably some looking at the Metal Gear Wiki too, and and maybe pulling up YouTube videos to go, fuck, I'm not going to replay the entire game. I'm just going to fast forward to that spot mm-hmm. <laughs> of the cutscene. I wish I had the time, but the continuity yeah, to me, no. it was always so so fast and loose, and it was always so convoluted, and there were always so many different names, code names for the characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Naked Snake, John, Jack, Big Boss. Um, I think at one point, Sniper Wolf calls him something else. Oh, um, Saladin. Saladin. Saladin, you mean Big Boss. Um, these characters have had so many different names, and the organizations, too, like the Philosophers is the Patriots, right? Yeah. But then people are like, get nanomachine injections that make make it so the name is censored so whenever you try to say patriots you say lale lule lo yeah to take it out but then there's also the wise men's committee which i feel like is also the same thing i think they were before they were part of the philosophers or before the philosophers or no they created the philosophers legacy it's it's all it's yeah i think the, so... the wise the wise men predated the patriots you, you might be right and like even then the patriots like i could have sworn they said there were like 12 of them I think it may have been referring to the Wiseman Committee because they already been passed on. Because when you get to Metal Gear Solid 4, there's the AIs you need to destroy, like George Washington and yep. stuff. And there's only five of them, mm-hmm. not 12. And like, that's the thing is like, I played the games. I'm like, gosh, like, I really feel like they're just fucking making this up as they go and not. <laughs> yeah, I know. And they're just changing details as they go. And they're they're giving characters new code names. And I can't fucking keep track of all this shit in I understand it well enough mm. that when I play the games, I'm not utterly confused. And that's that's good enough for me. Exactly. And like with the whole, like, remember in, in the first game, I think uh, Vulcan Raven mentioned something to Solid Snake that, he, you know, he has blood coming from, what was it, the East? Inferring that, you know, he may have blood that's like over uh, of Asian descent. Oh, he may have. I, rem- yeah. I just remember the thing about him being a... Eskimo or a shaman mm-hmm. and getting yeah. into ear ear pulling competitions. Yeah, because he mentioned he it's like a quick it's like a quick off off the cuff comment about uh about Solid Snake, you know, being that like, you know, he's not like of uh, someone like full American. And okay, so then if you go to three, when you when you're when you're doing the like the whole escort mission with Eva and you have to heal her, you could see like in her like X ray form. Or you know the viewer form that you can see like it'll say like you know has, you know there's areas that there's been cosmetic surgery done, so I would believe I and she's once also, looked closely at that, and she's also like a, a spy for like for for over for China right? So are we is she who we not believe like is she radically changed, but you know to, to fit in to her assignment? 
like what what cosmetic surgery has been done on her. Oh, well, that's hell. Maybe she was a man. <laughs> Seriously, how's that possible? Because then she would give birth to the twins. Oh, right, 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 right. right. Yeah, because she was I'm sorry. So, she was so in love with Big Boss that like she had to like been there for that 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 project. Right, right, right. So, so what you're saying is she, she may have been more Asian in appearance and maybe or mixed. But like as a spy, you would and mm-hmm. if you're one of the better spies, you're not just putting on like a plastic mask that you pull off like Mission Impossible. You're you're having yeah. cosmetic surgery to kind of tweak your appearance when you need to or dye mm-hmm. your hair or cut it a different way or kind of like Sean Connery and you only live twice. Can't do that today. <laughs> Why? That's what we're talking about, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. There's just so we're, much. we're not going to elaborate any further on that. Just go watch You Only Live yeah. Twice, and you'll, you'll know what we're talking about. Like, there's just so much. There's so much to like go back on and like check out, and it makes my head spin. To tell you the truth. Yeah, I mean, I understand. I feel like I understand the continuity well yeah. enough. I've never felt like I really needed to examine it too closely because I feel like mm. Kojima's not even. I feel like Kojima's mm-hmm. rewriting the rules as he goes. Yeah, to fit his story. <laughs> to the point where so many of the games were focused on Big Boss and his vision of Outer Heaven that by the time we get to the final game, it's like, oh, that, that, that wasn't even Big Boss. That was, that was his decoy. It's like, uh, it, kept, it, kept the, it kept the series fresh. Mm-hmm. It certainly kept the series fresh and kept you on your toes. But at the same time, too, I never really felt like I needed to really examine that continuity under a microscope because I was really worried it might not hold together very much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so which means like if you go towards the future, you're going to have to like do stories that are in between. Like, you know, what's bef- what's in between Metal Gear 2 to 1 or between 1 to 2 and 2 and 3? Like, you know, what are those stories? You know, that's an interesting point. Um, what if when they make Metal Gear Solid 6 because mm-hmm. we... If it's that's just a hypothetical title, the truth is they could call it Metal Gear. Uh, they could go fuck. Let's just kind of rebrand a little bit and call it mm-hmm. Metal Gear um, Spy. You know, just yeah. But right now we're hypothetically calling the next canonical AAA entry Metal Gear Solid Six, just for hypothetical reasons. What if they said it in the nineties? What if they go okay? We're not going to remake Metal Gear One and Two because that would just be. Uh, there's not enough script, there's not enough story, you would have to massively make stuff up and rewrite it, and without Kojima at the helm, like, it would just, it would, it, it would get so much criticism from the fan community, probably. Because, like, literally, like, Snake yeah. has no fucking dialogue in Metal Gear other than, this is Solid yeah. Snake, come in. Yeah, exactly. Like, you would have to write a script so that Solid Snake has shit to say in that game. So I don't think they're going to re- ever remake the MSX titles, but maybe they'll go, you know what? Why don't we just make a Metal Gear Solid entry that falls somewhere in the 1990s and maybe it takes place immediately before Metal Gear? Mm-hmm. Maybe it takes place in between Metal Gear and Metal Gear 2? But we'll have a Metal Gear Solid title on modern hardware that fills in that gap in the 1990s. Because mm-hmm. right now, all the major titles that people play in the games are set in the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, the 2000s, and the mm-hmm. 2010s. Well, there's some of us that really love those MSX games that are set in the 90s. I think there's a lot of people that overlook them. 
and just are 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 ch- championing them to be remade because they just don't want to go back and play those old graphics and gameplay that I grew up on. Like when I was a kid, that was like yeah. top of the line graphics and gameplay for the Nintendo mm. Entertainment System. And you could probably also do like a story of like between one and two, like what was you know David and Hal like doing. Spying. It would be something unexpected and, and, and crazy. Like it, it would be. I don't know if it would necessarily be the game where it's like, here's the transition between Outer Heaven and Zanzibar Land. That might mm. be, eh. Yeah, like, honestly, like, if Kojima were at the helm, I would imagine it being taking place in 1993 mm. in uh, Southeast Asia. <laughs> like, Probably. It would just be, he would just make something up because he's the creator. And, like, uh, you're, you're uh, Liquid Snake, and you're the protagonist, and he's 18 years old, and it's Southeast Asia, and... Like, it would probably be just something, like, we just wouldn't even fucking fathom. You, you know, it, it, you could also get an option for is, like, let's do the Frank Yeager almost, like, Robocop story. Past yeah. two, going to, like, what he became in one. That'd be cool. Like, seeing him being experimented on and, like, doing, like, I'm pretty sure they're going to have to, like, do, like, make him go on, like, not, you know, you turn him into missions, but... They're gonna need to see data of how well does he do in the cyborg body. Is that the reference to Dr. Clark? Dr. Clark is the person who turned Gray Fox into a cyborg ninja? Yes. And is also the person that Naomi was I feel like Naomi was part of that process, wasn't she? Yeah, I think she yeah, because she was looking for Dr. Clark to find okay. to find to find uh what it's coming know, it's coming back to me. What was going on with Frank Yeager and then she assumed the identity of Naomi Hunter. All right, go back to what you're saying. The the idea mm-hmm. of like, because that's a really cool idea to do a Frank Yeager is the protagonist mm-hmm. in a 90 set Metal Gear game. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like the know. dude's in his prime. Mm-hmm. Does it, it'd be a mission before he gets captured to Outer Heaven, which is kind of like the downfall of Frank Yeager. Yeah, he was a, a Foxhound operative at the time, so. Mm-hmm. You might have the classic Foxhound logo. Frank Yeager's climbing into the. Kept you waiting, huh? Actually, I was gonna say you expanded upon it. Like, why don't you just do a story, a, a, a game of his story? Yeah, from one two, and then going to uh, Metal Gear Solid. That could be interesting. This way, you kind of play in between those times. Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, let's face it. I mean, Frank Yeager, real small part in the original Metal Gear. L- little bit of a bigger part in Metal Gear Two, and honestly, like <laughs> we get a lot of backstory in Metal Gear Two about how he was. Uh, the Russian, the figure skater from Eastern mm-hmm. Europe, um, and also all the backstory that we get in Metal Gear Solid about how he raised Naomi Hunter after killing her parents. Yep, you could have him in the cockpit of Metal Gear D testing it out. Yeah, his relationship with Big Boss. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Maybe he was there when Big Boss met Sniper Wolf on the battlefield, and she for. I don't know. As fans, that's typically what our brains go to is the stuff we know. Mm-hmm. Like when they did the Han Solo prequel Star Wars story. Yeah. They just said, okay, we're going to watch the trilogy. And whenever they reference something from Han Solo's past, we're just going to chuck all that crap in a movie. Oh, so what, what do we have? Is. We have the Kessel Run. We have the Millennium Falcon. Mm-hmm. We have Chewbacca. We have Lando. Uh, there were references to Jabba the Hutt. Uh, okay, there's your Han Solo movie. That's how a fan thinks. That's not how Kojima mm. would approach it. Kojima, if mm. Kojima did Solo, a Star Wars story, it would just be completely bonkers. He'd be like, I'm not going to show anything that was referenced. Because yeah. 
this is a dude who lived 36 years before we saw him in the cantina in Star Wars. Mm -hmm. And we only know a small fraction of the stuff about him. So I'm going to make up something and it's going to be weird and out there. And that's probably what Kojima would do if he was still around for Metal Gear Solid 6. I mean, it would. there's no way we as fans could go, oh, you could fill in this continuity here. You could fill in that mm -hmm. continuity there. He would just make new continuity. New, yeah. Whole, that creates all game. kinds of new questions and introduces all kinds of new characters. It wouldn't be something that we could ever predict. And it's almost like that's that's the ultimate way you can proceed with the franchise is like not these fan ideas of, well, you know, uh, what if we did like Jack as part of the Cobra unit before Snake Eater? Or what if we uh, what if we show how Raiden turns from a human into a cyborg, you know, robot? That's how fans think. That's not how Kojima did it at all. Maybe the one time that happened in the series was Metal Gear Solid 4, which we all were mm. riding in our heads the moment we saw the end of Metal Gear Solid 2. Oh, shit. Raiden's going to team up with Snake, and Otacon's yeah. going to be there, and maybe Meryl shows up, and, uh, you know, the Patriots. we got to figure out what that's all about. And then there's also uh, Sunny, the child of the female Russian soldier uh, who mm -hmm. was a cyborg. Like, that was the one time that it felt like we sort of knew what was coming uh oh you gotta have yeah. ocelot in there and ocelot's gotta have the liquid hand and he's also gonna have rex that was the one time that i think fans were able to predict what the fuck was coming next and even then he went off and did metal gear solid 3 first <laughs> before telling that story but then after that it was like we had no idea peace walker was coming and maybe fans landed upon, well, Metal Gear Solid Five could be a sequel to Peace Walker, but even then we weren't even playing Big Boss. We were playing a, a, the, the decoy Big Boss. So it's like we weren't even playing the true sequel to Peace Walker. We were playing like the story that was parallel to Big oh, Boss's yeah. story in the wake of Peace Walker. He, always, he was always doing stuff to keep us on our toes. He was always doing the unexpected. He was always taking the, the story in like wildly new and exciting directions. I think if we were yeah. a Metal Gear Solid 6, the best thing they could possibly do is not try to weave it into the continuity, but go, you know what? Let's try this thing where we just kind of do something crazy. Make new. Just make a new <clears throat> protagonist. Because he was constantly switching his protagonists. I should have paused on the recording. Did you unveil <laughs> your manifesto? Well, Did I, I do what? Did you unveil your manifesto while I was away? Oh, I ate a cookie. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, because you were like, oh, he's going to create a whole new continuity. Oh, the thought occurred to me. I'm yeah. like, Johnny's gone, and I had the microphone to myself. Maybe maybe I should say something. Um, Yeah, if, if, it would probably, like, something to mess you mess around. Hey, let's do a re-retelling re of two. But, you know... The, if I was the... a more clever person, I, I totally would have done that. Unfortunately, like, yeah, you know... I'm glad we got together to talk about these mm -hmm. announcements, but I mean, this is the first episode you and I have done. It's kind of just a speculative. Yeah. Just make shit up as we go and talk and talk through what could happen or what we'd want to happen. And I hope people are entertained by hearing this. This is going to be the what if episode. Yeah. Marvel. What if? And for the for the sixth one, instead of having the bad AI kernel, we're going to have the good AI kernel. Because the colonel did it before his deathbed. Maybe. I think we've learned AI. You just can't just can't trust. Can't trust. It. No. Occasionally you meet a nice one. Johnny Five. Terminator two. But usually they turn out to be a big asshole. There's just too much up in the air. 
Yeah, I mean, there's not much out there. I mean, yeah. Metal Gear fans are certainly aware of all this shit, and they're probably having all the same thoughts that we're having. Oh, yeah. They probably have very strong opinions about what we're saying. <laughs> they're like, what the hell are these guys talking about? They probably don't like a lot of what we're saying. I don't know. I, 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 I hate to keep just circling the same points, but man, I really wish Metal Gear Solid 3 just go, let's just do a massive open world. Mm-hmm. Where all the shit kind of is in the same order. Okay, you cross a river and there's a bridge. Okay, you find a bombed out brick building with Sokolov in it. But mm-hmm. it's in this massive, massive open world jungle. Like, that 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 would be the one thing I would want out of a Metal Gear Solid 3 remake. I, that's probably what everybody, everybody wants. More. Yeah. More of everything. It just, it, it would help create that feeling we got the first mm-hmm. time we got Metal Gear Solid 3 back in 2004 and we put it in and we had no idea what to expect it's like okay I see a jungle how big is this jungle what happens how far next? north do I have to run how many how many guards am I going to have to sneak around to get to this bridge mm-hmm. that Major Zero is referring to I didn't know but now I play the game so many times that I feel like if I get the remake and it's the exact same level design and the guards in the exact same spots mm-hmm. it's going to be a little underwhelming I mean, you're just gonna be like, oh, going through the motions basically, just yeah. with just with better resolution and graphics. I mean, I, I was cool with it back in the day. I mean, when Twin Sticks came out, I was 19 years old, and it's like, oh, cool, mm-hmm. we're getting like Metal Gear Solid just with better graphics. This is real cool. Mm-hmm. And the gameplay mechanics were a little, little, you know, a little more creative, like Metal Gear Solid 2. I, I, I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm kind of craving something a little more now. I'm like, okay. You actually have the hardware to do a living, breathing jungle. And mm-hmm. I'm just feel like you're going to give me the same, like, here's a path that splits in two and then connects <laughs> right back to itself before the end of this little area. Yeah. I was um, going to say with that, with that, you know, background landscape, it's got to be, it's got to be somewhat, somewhat vibrant. Like, I hope it's not cookie cutter where it's just like everything looks the same. Nothing's yeah. difference in contrast. They could do some real stuff. I, I I wish they'd I wish they had an idea board and they're like, okay. Mm-hmm. If if we were gonna bring new features to this remake, what uh, some of us are Metal Gear fans in the room, like what would you want to see in a Metal Gear Solid 3 remake? And I, I I hope they leave that door open for themselves. What the might... heck? I think I'd get bad reviews because they expand the level design a little mm-hmm. bit. It might get bad reviews for adding a third thing, like you need to go like, what was that noise? Whose footprint foot, footprints are these? The third thing might be, whose whose shadow is that? I don't know what the mm-hmm. answer is. The truth is, is like how well can you execute these ideas? I don't know I don't much. Know. Of, yeah, I don't know much about the development team to say like they can do they can totally get everything that we want because I don't know much about them as well. I wish I'd played Resident Evil Two the remake because mm-hmm. I, I I'd played the original version a hundred times before I just kind of mm-hmm. never revisited it. You know over. Gosh, it's been, oh God, it's probably been 20, 22 years ago. Mm-hmm. Last time I really, truly revisited it, but I'd played it dozens of times. Like, I really loved it, but then I like, just kind of moved on with my life. Um, I wish I'd played Resident Evil 2, because the truth is, like Lenny said, it's okay. Level mm-hmm. design is pretty much the same. Well, a few differences, but it's basically the Resident Evil 2 you remember, where you fight your way to the police station, and then you make your way through this police station that has some weird puzzles in it, and... And then you go down into a parking garage and in the the jail cells, and then you make your way through the sewers into the umbrella lab, and then and then the next thing you know, you're on a a, a monorail 
leaving the city as fast as possible as it blows up in a nuclear explosion. I, I, I'm cool with you preserving the story that of the original game. I mean, it is a remake after all. But hell, well, you know, why not have a little bit of a bigger police station? Why not have a little bit bigger of an umbrella lab to explore? Why not make the sewers a huge fucking maze of, of sewers? Like, mm. I don't know. Use the hardware and the opportunity to make the game a little bigger, a little better. Yeah, I don't What are the, you know, capabilities of the PS5? I don't even know. I mean, it's got to be like, I just feel like if you if you did the graphics in 4K, mm -hmm. And you did the level design one to one, the exact same size as it was on the PS2. I feel like you're wasting disc disc space. And what, I was gonna say similar to um, that's about keep the, the story the same, keep the dialogue the same. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, keep keep the layout of events the same. But gosh, like you could have an entire open world jungle that leads to the warehouse, mm -hmm. and then you could have a giant open world jungle where you eventually have to fight the fear. That leads to, you know, Granny Gorky's lab. And then you ha have to make your way all the way back through that open world jungle, fighting the fear, you know, to get to the warehouse again. Mm -hmm. And then you exit through a different door that time, getting the key card. And then another open world, you know, cave system and, 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 and bogs and marshes as you make your way through the part of the game where you have to fight the end and, you know, climb, you know, this, the staircase in the mountains and you could just, you know, I, I really don't see any harm in changing the level design. Like, is yeah. are, why are we preserving this old level design for the remake? Same thing with the dogs. How far would they chase you? I think that's a cool idea, too, is like... Mm -hmm. And sniff you out. You know, police officers, there was a, t you know, at least in movies, there was a time where they'd use dogs to, to find, you know, escape convicts and stuff. Mm-hmm. And supposedly tracking them for miles and miles and miles on foot. And the, the escaped convict is like making his way through rivers and stuff to throw the, his scent off. Like, that'd be some cool fucking gameplay mechanics. Yeah. Like, d don't be afraid to incorporate some cool stuff like that. I feel like some of those gameplay mechanics, you wouldn't even need to record new dialogue. You could just do them. And then mm. whenever you get to the next radio conversation, there's no reason why it can't just be the original radio conversation from the PS2 game. Which is some neat... Mm. Because we're literally talking about gameplay mechanics in between the radio conversations and making that jungle environment and that, that kind of enemy base environment just a little more realistic, a little more living and breathing. It'd be so cool if there were like enemy trucks, like we talked about earlier. Yeah. Driving back and forth between the warehouse and Granny Gorky's lab or driving back and forth between the warehouse and, and the main, um, oh hell, what's the main complex called? Grad. Yeah, Grad. Yeah, it just and like, like if you blew yeah. up those supply trucks, or you could ride in the supply trucks, or you could blow mm -hmm. them up. And maybe if you blow them up, maybe the characters in Grozny Grad are starving and hungry, and their tummies mm -hmm. are growling, and and they're ir more irritable. You know, the the, the the gameplay mechanic that's already in the game, but like ex you know, applied Expand. over this open world environment mm -hmm. to a greater degree. I don't know. I think that'd be pretty fucking badass. Uh, the original yeah. game was clearly trying to create that sense where it's like, okay, at one point you pass a really small outpost that has a helicopter and if you blow up that helicopter it's not on the flying around on the side of the mountain what yeah. i'm talking about like yeah, expand yeah. take those gameplay mechanics and kind of expand them on a bigger scale because that's clearly what kojima was trying to trying to convey with the game but then there were the limitations of the ps2 hardware so it's like okay so you're making a remake on ps5 i bet the graphics will look great 
you'll, you'll probably make some adjustments to the gameplay because there's a, a modern expectation with gameplay, but I think there's also a modern expectation with how big the level design is. I mean, that bridge is pretty close to your starting point. Oh, and the right. little brick building that Sokolov is in is just right past the bridge. It's mm -hmm. just right there. And there's a swamp just right behind that little brick building. Yeah, and I was say, like, with all these, like... Kind of a air, small air, PS2 yeah. level design at the time that was, like, a big deal. You know, level designs... That was a pretty good level design for that much story and content. It's been 20 years. And how, how are you going to incorporate fast travel? Like you did with the Phantom Pain, it was, like, the boxes. And you get, like, the cargo... Uh, like invoice slips yeah absolutely like why couldn't you do that like yeah add mm -hmm. enemy trucks just sitting there and it's like you climb into the back of them with a the box and add that gameplay mechanic for, that goes back all the way to the original metal gear right there in metal gear solid 3 we're like okay you mm -hmm. can't just take trucks to cheat you know cheat your way over part of the game yeah but you can use them to backtrack quickly as you go to gorky's lab and you find the box that has the the slip that says send back to the warehouse or or something along those lines yeah and they kind of like let you like somewhat like assemble your own weaponry because you're supposed to like procure everything on site like what if you're there's not much of a weapon what if you want to like make something sharp enough to kill an animal but not like you know that's not gonna bother with a person it's gotta be that's an interesting idea too yeah. like why can't you just pick up a big fucking stick and like hit a soldier over the head with it like yeah. you know uh, listening to the Kojima frequency like Nitride brought up some good points about the archival footage or mm -hmm. maybe it wasn't Nitride I always <laughs> tend to attribute him to some of these conversations they were talking about how and Apache said this too he said look like the real vintage guns that they used in the game that you do have to pay some licensing fees to use mm -hmm. There are straight up conversations in the game where Snake is just going ballistic over this oh, gun that's yeah. been customized mm -hmm. that Eva gives him. It's like, okay, hopefully that's still in the Master Collection, but that was dialogue that was recorded from Metal Gear Solid 3. Is that dialogue going to be in the remake as well? Is Konami going to pay the fees to use that real handgun and use that dialogue for surrounding that real handgun in the game? I'm just, I'm, I'm, as a fan, I'm just curious about these questions. Or it, are they going to bring uh, a David Hader back in and say, hey, we needed to say a different handgun name. We're going to make up a fake fake handgun. Um, call, call it a... a, 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 a... Let's make I up some name for it. All I can think about is like, the past weaponry they had on the game. Like I was going to say, like, how about an M9? But I'm pretty sure that was, already in, that was already named. Yeah, it's like, how far does that go to? Like, did they have mm. to pay licensing fees to use the Davy Crockett in the game? Which yeah. is a real thing? <laughs> Or is oh. that a real thing that's so bonkers that there's no licensees surrounding it? Maybe. That could be it, too. Are we going to get calorie mates? Excellent question. We like, haven't had that in a while. Calorie mates seem so iconic. That's a real thing? Yeah, it's a real thing. Calorie mate? Yeah. It's not a thing that was just created as a tie into the game? It's actually something that no, existed before it? It's a real product, yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, I, I have, like, a couple of boxes in my house. No idea. That seems like something that was, like, so inherent... To the fabric mm -hmm. of Metal Gear Solid 3, I can't imagine it without that calorie mate. I mean, we haven't had it in a while because it wasn't in 5. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. He just healed, right? There was no other... There was no ration. Yeah, you're you're right. right. In 5, you got shot, and then your screen got more red and blotchy, mm -hmm. like gunshot wounds or whatever. And uh, if, if you just ran away, your screen would kind of clear up, and yeah. I don't think there was much concern about removing bullets from your legs or something like that. Because they were yeah. like, uh, we, we've done that gameplay mechanic before. What what else can we do? What's what's something new that we can bring to the game? 
which is a smart mm. thing too. You know, it probably would have been boring in Metal Gear Solid Five if you could hold up soldiers and steal their dog tags if that gameplay mechanic was still hanging around. It's like, you know what? Do new gameplay mechanics that are just as silly and quirky. Yeah, like the chicken hat. Like the chicken hat. Yeah. Or my favorite gameplay mechanic where you just like hold them at knife point and pump them for information. Yeah, that's oh, I love that, that one. I was gonna say, um, uh, with like you know, Naked Snake, he knows, he he knows Russian. He can he can actually interrogate them, and get information. Oh, he d- does he know Russian? Yeah, because then uh, that's right. Because uh, uh, Venom it. Snake was a medic and didn't know Russian, and you had he to like find know. a Russian soldier to be able to interrogate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say Big Boss knew multiple languages. Oh, so that's kind of clever. That might have been a little clue that you weren't who you thought you were exactly. in five. Yeah, but again, they're so fast and loose with the continuity that I don't know that that was intended. I mean, it was made to like here's the legend this man is also part like to make those those crazy stories you heard that guy did it right over there honestly i'm not sure what else to say we just have so little information that we could just talk ourselves in circles talking about what we'd like to see or or what we think they'll do yeah it looks like they're it looks like they're playing it pretty safe it it looks like they are they're they're playing it super safe because it's like they're doing a split it's like 50 50 konami and this other external studio yeah are taking hold of this project hell i I would just geek out if there was like the Mm. original game design do you remember the part of the game uh i think it's Mm. near where the helicopter is at there's like a mountain on the left side of the screen or the what would be the west side of the screen Mm -hmm. and there's like a little a little hole that you can climb under in the mountainside, and then you emerge into this opening that has a cabin in the middle of the of a. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Maybe. I mean, it's it sounds familiar. It's a hidden area of the game. Oh, okay. You run through the main area. You could probably play the game mm-hmm. several times and not even notice it unless you really stumble across it or you know it's there. But there's like a mountainside along the side of the wall, mm-hmm. and there's almost like you know how they portray in cartoons like a little mouse hole in the side yeah. of your wall. There's like that in the side of the mountain. And if you crawl, you can crawl through that little opening and emerge on the other side. Mm-hmm. And basically there's like a a little area filled with trees and there's a, a cabin mm-hmm. and there's enemy soldiers at the cabin. Mm-hmm. And I think that's an area where you can get like, uh, I don't know, like a certain weapon and certain like camouflage that's found nowhere else in the game. Oh, okay. That type of thing. Yeah. I would like it if this remake added more areas like that Mm -hmm. and not only added more areas like that, but made it so you could go through those areas and it's a whole different path. Okay. Yeah. Where you could go through this area that wasn't on the original map on the original game and you can kind of make your way through that area and then climb through another hole that leads underneath the mountain and emerge back on the familiar old path from the familiar old Metal Gear Solid 3. I mean, they they could look at the like the like the modern, the new Hitman games, where there's just so many ways to go about yeah. like all these alternate routes. You have your and main that's routes what I crave. I crave the version of Metal Gear Solid Three where you can like mm-hmm. free climb up the side of a fucking mountain, and then stand on top of the mountain and look down on the level design, and then maybe like climb down the other side of the mountain. Like my son and I were playing Zelda Breath of the Wild and there's like, mm. that's the, the gameplay mechanic of the entire game. It's like climbing fucking mountains, finding caves and going inside of them. And it's like, 
I love that exploring of this just vast landscape. And I feel like, mm. God, with Metal Gear Solid 3's story and that type of a gameplay mechanic in those jungles and mountains, that would be so awesome. I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure that's something that crossed all their minds. And if it doesn't it has to yeah. it has to be. But I look at those screenshots and I'm like, man, yeah, I see that bombed out brick building that Sokolov is in, and there's no fucking way you can walk around in the foliage behind it. Yeah. I look at the screenshot and I'm like, there's no way. There's no way they're gonna let you walk around behind that building mm. where there's jungle trees and vines. I just don't feel like they're gonna let you do it. And that'd be a waste of like all this like using the technology of today. Yeah. Uh, like you're wasting it. You're wasting that potential. Kojima probably would have had bigger level design if he was making mm. Metal Gear Solid 3. Which the original plan was to make it on a PS3, but I guess PS3 got delayed. I think he was so. like, fuck this. This yeah. is the next game I want to make. I I'm just going to make it on the PS2. Mm -hmm. And that's part of the problem that people complain about where it's like the frame rate on Metal Gear Solid 2 was amazing. And the frame rate on Metal Gear Solid 3 sucked, but it was so that he could use that yeah. Use the 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 you know memory the space on the CD yeah. for other assets in the game, like walking over uneven terrain and all the mm -hmm. other stuff he wanted to do in the game. He's like, "Fuck it, I'll, I'll just scale back the game and and put it on PS2 mm -hmm. rather than PS3." It's like I want utilize mm -hmm. the hardware. Like if you've got the opportunity to remake the game on PS5, mm -hmm. you can make those levels so fucking big and so much more well, elaborate. I was gonna say Kojima did all that. He every system he was on, he would use it to its full potential yeah i can't see these people doing that well that's like what the metal gear solid series was working up to because mm -hmm. when he first sold us on metal gear solid 3 he was like this is going to be an we're gonna have to go back and find some vintage quotes <laughs> but i swear it was like okay in the old games you played in a confined base you were running mm -hmm. around hallways you were going inside rooms that were locked finding keys and moving forward and you did that in Metal Gear, Metal Gear 2, Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear Solid 2. This game, you're going to have an open world jungle to explore. And then we get the game and it's like a scaled down version of what his vision was. Where it's like, okay, yeah. you got a few set paths and you're walking past some like trees that you can't go into. Oh, okay. And then Metal Gear Solid 4 came out. And then it was marketed. I remember this one very clearly. It was marketed mm. with the tag, Nowhere to Hide. What they were saying was, this is going to be a vast, like, Middle Eastern city. You can go anywhere. You can do anything. Mm -hmm. There's going to be multiple factions. There's going to be four different factions fighting, and you'll have different relationships with each faction. And you can change the nature of the war in the favor of one team or the other. And that could, you know, it was like all these great ideas. And then it just got scaled down to, oh, mm -hmm. you got, like, two streets you can walk down and connecting alleyways. And there's only two factions. And one's, like, Ocelot's faction that's always going to fucking hate you. And then one's these freedom fighters that it's like, well, there's no reason not to help them. Mm -hmm. And then again, mm -hmm. they, they, the Metal Gear Solid Five is like, okay, we finally get the open world game, but then we don't have a tight story. Yeah, that's true. Story's a little loose. It's a little sloppy. It all felt a little like, uh, eh, maybe this was one Metal Gear story too far. That's true. But you also, you also get the as much as I love the gameplay, yeah. you, as you much get... fun as I have with that game, it's like, okay, uh, mm. there maybe wasn't something too terribly critical to this game other than this is when Big Boss really decided to take it too far. And you get the open world and it's not that filled. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, now we have this like prime opportunity where it's like, okay, we have the best fucking story of the series, the Metal Gear Solid 3 story. 
and the yeah. best like character development and the best character interactions and the most iconic scenes and it's like I want the open world used for that story. I want it yeah. so bad. <laughs> it hurts. We can only hope. Yeah. As fans, we can only hope. Doesn't seem like that's what they're going to do. <laughs> yeah, from judging from the trailer, just make it look good. Make it look real good. I mean, again, too, I mean, uh, we can always point to the Twin Snakes where it's like they were super faithful to the level design. Mm. And Kojima was a producer. Yeah. And yet it seemed like if Kojima, if the falling out didn't happen and he got to make Metal Gear Solid 6, would it have been this tight, claustrophobic, infiltrative base video game? Or would it have been an even bigger open world with more open world gameplay mechanics? Mm -hmm. I feel like everyone listening knows the answer to that question. He, he would have made it bigger. Oh, yeah, most definitely. He would have made a bigger, richer canvas and incorporated some of these ideas that he just never simply got a chance to do. If they go back and they remake Metal Gear Solid 1, I mean, those levels are, levels are so fucking small. They are. Compared to today's yeah. modern gamer expectations. I'm okay with them remaking Metal Gear Solid 1 in modern hardware. It's just a different version of the game. It'll never be the yeah. official Metal Gear Solid 1, but gosh, like, why not take Shadow Moses Island and make it kind of a little bigger? You know? Probably, probably do is, like, probably make multiple islands or something. Yeah, hell, you can make it multiple islands where yeah. it's like, okay, the 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 weapon uh, depot facilities here, and mm -hmm. you know, uh, you know the the testing facility where Rex is is over there on that island. Like, you could really, mm -hmm. you could play with the mechanics of it, and you, you you can make it. Oh shit! Like, how do you get to that other island without fucking freezing to death? Um, yeah, it might do like what God of War. You get a boat or something. Yeah, maybe you have to fight find like an inflatable raft with a motor on it, mm. or maybe you have to find more scuba equipment and your nano machines keep you warm, or or maybe you know maybe you take a stow away aboard of helicopters that are flying back and forth between the two islands. Like mm -hmm. that's that's a cool idea. Yeah, is the level layout really that iconic? I mean, yeah, it is, but it's like the original game is always going to be there with that original sure. level design. Why not? flesh it out and like have this sprawling area to explore with that amazing Metal Gear Solid 1 story on Shadow mm -hmm. Moses Islands or, or something. I mean, you could do that. You could do like, oh, it's like mainland island kind of thing. Yeah. Just seems like an opportunity is being missed. Big Shell, mm. I don't know what the hell you do. Would you just add more octagon structures to the or, or there were hexagons? Yeah, hexagons. Uh, probably, or you know, like within the hexagons, like even more levels in it. Yeah, I don't know. That's what you can do. You can stack levels upon them. Yeah, you can say, okay, let's add a second floor and a third floor and a fifth mm -hmm. floor to each of the each of the hexagons that has new plot points. I mean, hell, why not bring in some of the deleted villain ideas? I mean, you probably couldn't do their original idea for Old Boy. Because mm -hmm. that idea was kind of taken and, and drafted over into Metal Gear Solid Three, but to me the the the, the boss unit in two always seemed a little too small. Did it ever seem too small to you? It it did it does it does because in Metal uh, Gear Solid you had six villains: mm -hmm. had Decoy That's Octopus, true. Vulcan Raven, Sniper Wolf, uh, Liquid Snake, uh, mm -hmm. Revolver Ocelot, and Liquid and Ocelot are in charge, and then you got Sniper okay. Wolf, Vulcan Raven, Decoy Octopus, and uh, Psychomantis. Oh, right. So there's your six. And yeah. then there's also like, well, you know, Gray Fox is in there as kind of a free agent who kind of kicks your butt around too. Mm -hmm. But then in Metal Gear Solid 2, it's like, it was such a smaller group of bosses. 
Yeah, because you fight Solidus, Fortune, Vamp, and Fatman. Fatman. Yeah, you don't. You don't. I mean, battle. yeah, Ocelot's walking around, but I don't. You never really fight him. Yeah, he's not part of Dead Cell. He's like on his own thing. Separate. I guess you have a fight with Olga on the ship, but uh, it never really oh, felt right, like Olga. she was yeah. a boss. It no. just felt like there were less bosses in two, and that's what I loved about three was that. You had sort of the the uh, collaborators. Mm -hmm. You had the boss. You had Volgan. You had Eva. You had Ocelot. Mm -hmm. And then aside from them, the boss also had her Cobra unit, where you yeah. had the pain, the end, the fury, the sorrow. Um, you know, the fear. It was like, man, that's a fucking good roster of bosses. That's awesome. You know, so a remake of two. Uh, God, oh. If Nitroid's listening right now, I bet he's mm. just fucking seething. Right now. <laughs> oh, man. Don't mess with the masterpiece. And he's probably right. Who knows? Mm -hmm. Maybe there's but, not a good answer. Maybe don't add bosses to the game. But, you know, it, it wouldn't suck to expand the level design. So there's multiple ways to get to point A to point B. Yeah, it's true. Oh, shit. I can take the elevator up to floor five, then take the stairwell back down to floor one. And that'll lead to the new struts. I don't know what I'd do with Metal Gear Solid 2. It's such a contained game. But I could yeah. easily see them expanding Shadow Moses Island or um, the setting of Metal Gear Solid 3 in Siberia. Those would be very easy to expand, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I mean, for 2, if you're expanded, you're going to have to expand it into New York City. The whole point of it was, like, you're going to be at the at the plant. I mean, you could make... You could you could even just make the, the, uh, the struts bigger. Yeah. You could just add more detail. Like when, when you swim up in the moon pool, you could just make that mm -hmm. moon pool room bigger. Maybe you could have two hallways that lead to the elevator rather than just one. Like you, you can always expand the level design to make it more interesting. Like I think that's what I want out of a Metal Gear Solid game. Like I, I want that experience that you had when you watch, first watched Die Hard or when mm -hmm. you just watched Die Hard in general. This idea that John McClane took the stairwell up to the roof mm -hmm. and then jumped off the roof with a fucking like. Oh, the fire hose wrapped yeah. to his waist or like went down the air conditioning unit and like climbed through like the air vents and yeah. like popped out of one into an office room and then just the idea that you can take multiple routes to explore this area you're not set on one single path that's all i really want <laughs> we want more paths we want alternate paths I want different ways to go about doing it. That's what I. That's why I love Metal Gear Solid Five so much. Even though the story is kind of like, eh, mm -hmm. maybe the Metal Gear Solid stories played out. I don't know, but I loved the fact that like there were like multiple ways to infiltrate a building. Oh look, there's an open air vent I can climb in, or maybe I can go through the main door, or maybe this truck will drive me in there. Like it was. Oh man, it was so fucking rich and awesome, and I I, I loved, I I love the game just for the gameplay, but it felt like gameplay without a real. Didn't really feel like there was a story there to be told. It felt like it was just a gameplay exercise. Yeah, because like for for Delta, you can't go backwards. You were exposed a lot with five. With Phantom Pain, you were exposed a lot. Now you're gonna tell those fans, now we're gonna rein it back. To yeah. Less? That's 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 a hard sell. Yeah, you have that's to my make point. It expansive. I hate to keep relaying everything to the Star Wars movies, but mm -hmm. I it's kind of an interesting example where you do like the sequels first and then the prequels, which is kind of the, yeah. the route that the Metal Gear series did. But like with the Star Wars movies, the very first one, uh, A New Hope, 
for those of you that want to call it a new hope. That's the first movie that was released. So they had to build the world from the ground up with that movie. Mm-hmm. It's in that movie that they refer to Obi-Wan Kenobi as a Jedi Knight. And it's like, well, what does that mean? And they call him mm-hmm. a crazy old wizard. And you're like, okay, I know what a wizard is. Yeah, exactly. So what, we're talking about a magic user that wears a robe and has a pointy hat? And then Darth Vader, who's a Sith Lord, they re- refer to him, you know, don't frighten us with your sorcerer ways, Lord Vader. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he's like an evil sorcerer. Okay, I got it. So that's an instance where a sequel was the starting point of the entire universe, and they had to kind of explain to us from the ground up what all this shit meant. What Mm. is the Force? It's basically magic. But then they went back and told Episode 1, and in Episode 1, they assumed that you knew all that shit already. So, like, they just hit the ground running with Sith Lords and Jedi Knights and didn't bother to explain anything from the ground up. And it's kind of the same situation here, where it's like the Metal Gear series was constantly evolving over the course of different, you know, PlayStation mm-hmm. consoles. And the last time we played the Metal Gear series was Metal Gear Solid 5 on the PS4. And it, the series kept getting bigger and bigger mm-hmm. and bigger and bigger. And now we're at a point where they want to jump back and do a remake to an old game. And it's like, but they're doing it on the latest and greatest hardware, the PlayStation 5. Yeah. It's like, gosh, sandbox for us to play in. I'm going to be so disappointed yeah. if there's like two jungle paths oh. that lead to the same endpoint. It's like, uh, if I take this jungle path, I can hide in the log and the soldier will walk right past me. And if I take this jungle path, I can hide in the grass and the soldier will walk right past me. Mm. And then I'm at the bridge of sorrow. That'll be disappointing. I don't know. That That's just how I feel. You, you, you have to change it up. You have to implement new weaponry as well. Yeah. All these changes. What's, what's some weaponry we could add to that game? Like, you I don't recall what? there being shotguns in the game. No, there were, there were shotguns, but oh, there were? Maybe, maybe like, because we're in a jungle, how about a machete? Oh, yeah, to cut away the foliage? And I was thinking of the bridge, I'm like, I'm literally going to pull an indie on the bridge. Oh, dude, that's so funny. <laughs> Give fucking... me that. These are ideas that excite me. Yeah. I've already played Metal Gear Solid 3. I want a little bit of a new experience mm-hmm. other than just like a graphical overhaul. Give me the chance to do some of these things. That'd be so fucking cool. That'd be so cool. And I was, I'm thinking like, you know, like if we're going to face somebody like the fear who is going to lay traps off for you, can you also do traps yourself for the enemy? Well, that's an interesting idea. Like almost like uh, the way the soldiers prepare in Predator where they're like tying ropes around like tree branches and yanking them Mm -hmm. down and then like setting up like a trap so that if somebody jumps on the tree branch, they'll be like flung into the air or some shit. I was thinking about about First Blood. Oh, First said, Blood is another great example of yeah. a dude out in the woods with a knife mm-hmm. just making fucking like steaks <laughs> that'll like impale people's legs. That's, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't seen the first Rambo movie, or First Blood, you're really mm-hmm. you're doing yourself a disservice. That's an amazing movie. And if you're gonna have Naked Snake eat the animals, he's gonna need to start a fire, sort of like what they did in Red Dead Redemption Two make a little camp for yourself start a little fire but don't make it too bright and i mean you're the enemy can see it oh see johnny jesus christ how come you're not the d- designer of this game uh, <laughs> these are good ideas right I mean, like what if there's a, a day night um cycle mm-hmm. and what if like making a fire keeps like the fucking like pumas away from you <laughs> yeah from tearing you to pieces in the jungle Oh my god, I can't imagine. But also like, too, like yeah. enemy sol- like if there's enemy soldiers nearby, it'll, it'll draw their attention, so you don't want to make it too big. Mm-hmm. 
Otherwise, you might find yourself surrounded by like a dozen soldiers who are like going to grab you and throw you like into a, a a local outpost jail cell that you have to try to break out. Like, and if, if there's he's so eat, much potential yeah. there, and since he's eating the he's eating animals, like you know, should you really be eating raw meat? Maybe you ought to cook it. That's going to affect your health. Well, that's already a, a mechanic in the gameplay. Like, yeah. if you have food for long enough, doesn't it kind of spoil? And if you eat it, it kind of makes you sick. It does. Yeah. So yeah, like just elaborate on those gameplay mechanics mm -hmm. of like well you can start a fire and cook the snake exactly yeah. you can skewer the snake on a uh, on a, a sharpened tree branch and, and like hold it over the fire and what well, he actually does that in the i was saying peace walker right no 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 he does that with eva when they're oh, yeah. underneath the waterfall but he does it like in like in a in a like what do you call it a, a cinematic cut, cut scene, scene. that's yeah. not part of the gameplay mechanics yeah. but like that's the point though is like Look at the game and like look at things mm. that happen in cinematic cutscenes and go, okay, what, what if that was like a gameplay mechanic too? Because that's you, part of the fabric yeah. of this environment that they're creating. You could also do like you know, let's let's kill some time. You know, Nate Snake's gonna make a fishing pole and fish. That excites me for some reason. He needs to eat fish. Well, at least like make it like a spear and like harpoon fish oh, in shallow waters. Oh, you know, right. you can make that into a little mini game. Or maybe like when you get to like a, a ration shed, mm. there's like a, a fishing net. You can steal too. Oh, yeah. Like I would seriously love a game where you can just like fucking like your beard grows over the days. Oh right. And you're yeah. out there in the fucking jungle and you're just trying to fucking survive and you can like I would love that. I would absolutely love that. I feel like that's like the hype that was surrounding Metal Gear Solid 3 leading up to release back in 2004. I think so. There's a jungle. Mm -hmm. It may take you weeks to fight the end. You got to eat you might not have rations. You might have to eat living, you know, animals to survive. Like they, they really sold it as like this survival exercise. And it's like, well, mm -hmm. by modern standards, that jungle is pretty fucking small. And those, those paths are pretty set in stone and you can't really get off the path. It doesn't let you, there's an invisible wall there that doesn't let you walk further into the jungle. Mm -hmm. And it's like, ugh, give, give me a little bit restrictions. Yeah. Restrictions. Let, let, let me have a little bit of a bigger level design here. People are probably so bored by now. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know how long this recording is yet. So far, when did well, we start? We kind of started four and a half hours ago, although we kind of been... Holy crap. I'm going yeah. to have to like, split it in two. Well, make sure there's good content in the second half. We don't want to kill Bill <laughs> Volume 2 situation again. We could have the part with Lenny, and then we could have the after hours party. There you go. There you go. That's what I'll do. Right. Well, should we call it a night, my friend? Yeah, it's getting pretty late. Unfortunately, I, I could talk. I could easily talk for another two hours. I just don't know the listeners are going to get anything out of it. I mean, it's just probably it's just it could be continu us continuing speculating and be like, you know, they should really add this because we saw it in this game, and it'll fit in this game. I swear that it, it, that statement from the production team. I could have sworn they mm. said they're going to be super faithful to to the game, and yeah. and we have like five screenshots that look just identical to the game that we already have twenty years ago, yeah. other than just better graphics. Yeah. It looks like it's just going to be your standard standard remake. They're not going to want to fiddle with it because they know fans are going to be super pissed off if there's decisions in there that aren't Kojima mm -hmm. decisions. Other than, like, make the leaves look more realistic. Yeah, I was going to say, like, because he's not with the company anymore. If he was with the company, maybe they'd play a little more leeway. But since he's not with the company, they have to be very careful, cautious, and faithful to please the fans. And, like... Capcom, I mean, I'm sure other companies have done this model mm -hmm. too, but like Capcom really just seems to be like, we're going to, you know, put out a remake once a year, once every two years, mm -hmm. and then we're also going to slip in the occasional new entry to the series there. 
we're all we're also just you know making incredible profits off you know old entries you love with it you know just remade without as much you know it, it's got to be cheaper to do a remake than it ha than it has to be like to create a game from scratch where you're like well what are the gameplay mechanics let's experiment with different things with a remake you know exactly what you're aiming for and there are specific goals to achieve yeah because you, you're because capcom they're you know it's kind of like revitalizing the franchise resident evil and then konami's noticing that like you know horror games are in right now so that's what they're doing with silent hill and they had like a slew of like games and interactive media. And I'm thinking to myself, like, they could have done this a couple of years back when the Hitman craze was like booming and you have stealth. You could have capitalized on that and be like, this is our stealth. But you waited too long. And, and I know there's fans. There's, well, fan, there's the fans. I, I don't think the, the Metal Gear series necessarily needed to piggyback off mm. trends with other series or other studios i mean it's 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 strong enough the ip is strong enough on its own that whenever yeah. it was just a sleeping giant and we were all just kind of mm. waiting on what's what's the news yeah and i'm happy with it the idea that they're they're porting the old games over to the modern modern hardware mm -hmm. and the idea too that they're like okay well maybe we don't uh, just invest a whole bunch of money into a Metal Gear Solid 6 development. Maybe we'll test the waters yeah. with AAA remakes and see how the audience responds before mm -hmm. we go, yeah, we feel confident that they like us again. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe we'll try a new AAA entry that's completely from scratch. I'm, yeah, I think maybe Konami would do like a two two versus one. Like, you know, let's do, because I imagine yeah. like a remake would be cheaper versus remake starting Remake Metal Gear new... Solid 3, yeah. remake Metal Gear Solid 1, and somewhere mm -hmm. in there announce, oh, we're going to do a new, a new entry in the series. Mm -hmm. Just bear with us. Uh, we're also using these remakes as kind of R&D development, because mm -hmm. we are, you know, the gameplay mechanics in these remakes will also, you'll also be featured in Metal Gear Solid 6. Or, or we can utilize the assets in Metal Gear Solid 6 because we already have like a 4K resolution mm. render of, of Snake's face. And that could, you know, I, I, I do think, yeah, mm. I do think Metal Gear Solid 3 remake is going to be a hit. Oh, yeah. I think they're going to announce their next remake. Pro and it might not be one. Maybe it won't be one. Maybe they'll say, well, yeah, Metal Gear Solid 2, maybe. It After all, it was mm. the highest selling game in the series. From a company's point of view, they're like, "Well, that was a hit. Like, yeah, clearly, we, we, you know, we should do that." I was gonna say, like, to please the young, to please younger fans that might come out of nowhere from left field and say, "We're gonna remake Metal Gear Rising." Oh, uh, the Revengeance one. The Revengeance, yeah. Well, gosh, even that was on PlayStation Three, which doesn't feel like it was that long ago. It doesn't. I, I mean, literally, that game what came out two thousand eleven, two thousand twelve. I think so. It, it was maybe that even long, 2013. I mean, I, I really yeah. feel like that's because it was like that came out Sick. right before Ground Zero. I was like, I'm gonna look because you know what, you can still get it on all consoles right now, so it's it's still very accessible. It's, it's still in the, in the zeitgeist enough. People are still memeing about it, like it's a fairly recent game. A, yeah, a year, a year a year before Ground Zeroes. Yeah, so that was like the last of the Metal Gear series on PS3, right? Mm, no, because Ground Zeroes and Phantom Pain was the last one for PS3. No, those were on, well. I mean, I, I, I mean, they were on PS3, PS4. Oh, right, right, yeah, yeah. They were designed for PS4, but they were like ported to PS3, where I assume oh. the graphics were kind of dumbed down a little bit. Yeah, I was gonna say, I understand what you mean. Yep, that was the last one for the PS3. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So Metal Gear Solid Four, Metal Gear mm. Solid Rising Revengeance. I mean, 
by the time they're done remaking Metal Gear Solid 1, 2, 3, mm-hmm. and the PlayStation 6 is on the verge of coming out, yeah, that might be the time to remake Metal Gear Solid 4 and Rising Revengeance. Also, too, they could always remake... They could always turn their attention to Portable Ops or Peace Walker. Because those are Metal Gear games that were like, well, let's see if we can make a Metal Gear game on a portable system that can just barely run, like really small levels. Mm-hmm. The cutscenes are all just two-dimensional comic book art with voiceovers. Uh, those are entries you could remake. And that would be another instance where I'd be like, use the hardware. Make the levels bigger. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, you can use the comic book art. I don't give a shit. But, like, make the levels bigger. Because, like, those games were literally like, here's a L-shaped path. Walk up, turn right, and walk over, and then you're in the next area. If you're going to remake it on modern hardware, man, you may as Mm -hmm. well make it a little bigger. (laughs) Make more. Make it a little bigger. More to love. Exactly. Keep the story the same. You can say, look, this is Kojima's original script. This is the original dialogue we recorded. It's all the same. The only thing that we played around with is the, just the levels a little, little bigger. It'll give you more options as the gamer to have control over the segments where you, the gamer, have control of the character. Yeah. But those cinematic cutscenes, that's when we're going to use the archival di- dialogue that we've recorded already. Yeah, I mean, you might be right. Like They might just pick a game that's like so outdated of its time to remake it. Give it that brand new look. That would be my fear. What if they turn around and go, okay, Metal Gear Solid 3, massive hit. Mm-hmm. Which it would be if they did a one-to-one remake. We're, we're going to remake Metal Gear Solid next. And it's got beautiful 4K graphics, and mm-hmm. they figure out the audio situation. And they don't have mo. I don't know if they had mocap at the act. They would probably have to like redo a lot of the facial animations. and like. Yeah. But like, what if they left the level design the same? And it was like, oh, God, like this just... Mm-mm. It's just too short of a game in 2020, in the 2020s. Yeah. No. This game from the 1990s and the PS1, just the level design's just not big enough. Game Gamers mm. expect more now. And it's like, I would love that. So then you have to pick something that gives you the illusion of there's, there's that's expansive, the illusion of expanse. Probably be two. And then you would be like, all right, we could work on that sword mechanic as well. So you can make it make it more enjoyable. What do you mean about this? I, I'm not quite following. Well, towards the end of Metal Gear Solid 2, uh, Raiden gets a sword. Uh-huh. And then so you kind of like, oh, on, yeah, on your way yeah, yeah. To battle the race. So rather than just kind of button like mashing, so your sword's swinging yeah. around like crazy, like yeah. maybe like really like mm-hmm. create those gameplay mechanics that they were kind of talking about in like Metal Gear Rising. Mm hmm. Where it's like you hit the button and everything slows down and you can kind of slice, 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 slice. Or I never the... played Rise and Revengeance, but even those gameplay mechanics would probably be real cool. Mm-hmm. Um, it might be cool if you're like fighting like a, a Solidus Snake and he's like fighting you with his tentacles that are like fucking lightning speed. Mm-hmm. But if you hit the button and slow everything down, you can kind of like target his left tentacle, target his right tentacle, hit him in the chest. I don't know. I was just saying we can hope for more. I feel like these these games were breakthrough uh, f- when they were released. I mean, Metal Gear mm-hmm. Solid is just this like landmark game on the PlayStation 1. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love it. But I played it. <laughs> I, I, I've walked those corridors a hundred times. I've crawled through those air vents, you know, 300 times. Just, you know, yeah. you can see Meryl in her underwear. And it, it, if you're going to revisit it, 
what are you going to do to make it a new experience? I mean, sure, uh, you know, the characters have facial animations and the graphics will be in 4K and that's cool and all, but but like you can keep the story the same, you can keep the dialogue the same, but you could like lengthen the areas in between these long fucking cutscenes. Mm -hmm. I don't want to walk through a big room and then there's another 20 minute cutscene. I I want to yeah. like you know, I want to explore and infiltrate this complex. Like, I don't know. That's that's my feelings on it. I know I've I've, I've posed these ideas to to like uh, uh oh you know like uh, Apache and he he wasn't in favor of it. He's like, look, it's perfect the way it is. If they're gonna remake it, just leave shit alone and and whatever. Just give me the 4K version of the game with maybe a few ga gameplay mechanics, additional gameplay mechanics. But I don't know. If you're gonna remake something, that's that's an opportunity to to reimagine it a little bit. And Not that's... the story. The story is mm. genius. Leave the story alone. <laughs> the story is so fucking convoluted that if you like pull the thread, it, it could make the whole tapestry fall apart. We're buying it because we're gamers and it's a game. So like, I feel like the area where you can really play around that's not the story or not the characters or not the dialogue exchanges between them is the the game, the gameplay stuff. So give us give us something that holds up to modern standards and and that means bigger level design. That means more control over the environment. That means you know more more options. Well, at the same time, well, at the same time, updating and retaining the ones that were in there to begin with. Like getting shot in the arm by an arrow and having to dig it out with your knife <laughs> and bandage it up. That's how I feel. I, I, I think it'd be wonderful. There was such an overwhelming response from the fans where they're like, make the levels bigger. Oh, yeah. And the people producing the game are like, uh, let's make the levels bigger. I don't know. What do you people out there think? Johnny and I are getting saucy here in the after hours party talking about what, what you could we? do. What, what, what would you do with it? Like, yeah. Does everybody really just want a one-to-one -one remake with just better graphics and a little bit better game gameplay? Or do you want to I mean, see improvements in other areas, too, where it's like, expand upon these ideas? I mean, I'm, I was going to say, like, it's not to make me sound like, oh, you know, it's, it's going to be one-for-one, one. Uh, it's going to be boring. I, I'm, I'm going to enjoy it still. I'm still going to I'm going to enjoy it still. It. Yeah. I enjoy playing the original Metal Gear, and I'm, I'm one of those people that does enjoy playing the Twin Snakes. Nothing wrong with it, I feel. I, I, I would just, gladly yeah. play the original Metal Gear Solid 3 and in, in this Metal Gear Solid Delta remake. I, I more than anything, I just feel like it'd be a missed opportunity. Exactly, and I don't want that to happen. Don't yeah. miss it. We're already getting the Master Collection Volume 1. We're going to be playing the mm -hmm. shit out of it for months and months and months, and then they're going to oh, release yeah. Metal Gear Solid 3, and it's like, well, okay, I've been... I've been it's got to be different then. I've been walking back and forth on this level design... Mm -hmm for months and months and months leading up to your remake, what's supposed to get me excited about your remake other than shinier graphics? Yeah, because then you're just going to have people doing like side-by-side -side comparison. Like, oh, look, look how this new one is, you yeah. know, versus the original. It's like, we're pretty much getting the same thing. I Both feel like shinier being... graphics are just little tiny tweaks. Just, uh, I don't know. I just, I, I would like a little, little something more out of it. The game, it, the, it has a jungle setting. And the jungle is this vast, dense area. And the PS2 game is just these kind of like mm -hmm. set paths that you have to follow. Doesn't give you a lot of wiggle room um, to really go nuts with it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We've probably repeated the same statement about 500 times. <laughs> well, I was going to say, for my take, yes, we're, we're in the jungle. So for this, for Delta, you have to make it expansive, but you also have to make it where you have all types of enemies against you. So the, the, that, that's the part you have to make it very claustrophobic. 
is that you have enemy soldiers and you have yeah. animals that are going to kill you. I love it. Like I, I would love it if there was a day night schedule. I'd love it if soldiers mm -hmm. like Metal Gear Solid Five were like in um in enemy towers. Not only would there be an electric fence, but it'd be fucking yeah. towers with guards stationed in it with machine guns and spotlights. Whether you're coming through the area at daytime or nighttime, you can have a day-night mm -hmm. schedule, which probably means you might need to adjust the script a little bit because the script is one of those scripts yeah. was like, Snake, you have 18 hours to get in and out. So that doesn't really allow for day-night schedules other than mm -hmm. the one that's predetermined in the script. So maybe the day-night schedule is not possible, but I sure would like the opportunity to... to for the gameplay to feel different every time I play through it, which mm. it does for Metal Gear Solid Five. And I was gonna say for Delta, you know, it's gonna look pretty. It was look pretty neat. Is those those like those those soldiers that have like those hovercraft vehicles? Yeah, I would love to see that. Like, let me see that how that looks now. That'd be so cool. It'd be so cool if like you're mm. in the jungle and like they're they're flying over the trees. Yeah. It's like, can I, how good is the visibility? Can they see me? so many cool fucking things that you could do like it it's the possibilities are exciting and I, I, I... and can one of them land so you can you know trank them and take their take their vehicle that's a cool idea too <laughs> that could be another way to get off across the, the the bridge of sorrow if you don't actually take the bridge or something those were the gameplay mechanics i loved of five where you could like steal a, a, a jeep mm -hmm. from a soldier or steal a truck from a soldier and you just felt like i could do anything mm -hmm. and i just I would hate to just for this game to feel like it's dragging the series gameplay mechanics back to the PS2 era. And you don't want to do that. In five, I'd like strap C4 to the front of a truck that I stole <laughs> and like drive yeah. it as fast as I could at a group of soldiers and like bail out and like run it into them and just explode it. Like there were so many different fun combinations of things I could do. Jump into the back of a truck, take a ride, plant some mm -hmm. C four, jump off the back of the truck while it's still driving off, watch it go off in the distance, and just click mm -hmm. the detonator. Just all kinds of wonderful things. And also, like you know, h hiding bodies—you can hide bodies in a jungle. Maybe the gators would eat a eat a, a dead soldier. Oh yeah, you could feed you could feed enemy bodies to gators. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Uh, Maybe if they did incorporate a day-night schedule, maybe soldiers would be sleeping in little uh, cabins right. and then come out. And if you killed the soldiers during the daytime, the nighttime patrol soldiers are like, hey, where's, you know, Frank, you mm -hmm. know? And then they start going into alert mode because Frank didn't report to his post for duty. Yep. And they're looking around and you want to hide bodies. So you fucking feed them to gators or like strap, like the predator, you're hiding them up in trees with fucking rope. And and they also got to let you take the enemy's uniform because the whole point is like, you're taking like, you have all these camouflage. Go back to that. When's the, when's the last time we wore an uh, enemy's uniform? That reminds me of Crocodile Dundee 2. <laughs> Do you remember the end of Crocodile Dundee 2? 2? No, I don't remember. Oh, God, it's so good. You need to watch it. Anyway, in Crocodile Dundee 2, mm. a Colombian drug lord is chasing... Um, I can't remember her name. A Crocodile Dundee's girlfriend's ex-boyfriend. Mm -hmm. He took some snapshots of them drug dealing and they're trying to get those snapshots and he delivers them to, to, her, to her by mail or something. So anyway, these drug lords are trying to kill Crocodile Dundee and his girlfriend. Mm -hmm. So they leave New York where they left off in the first movie and they go back to Australia where he feels like mm -hmm. he can protect her and hide her yeah. from these drug lords. Well, the drug lords chase them to Australia. And the whole movie culminates to where Crocodile Dundee is taking out these drug lords one at a time. Mm. And then finally, he gets up to the main bad guy. He's like this Ricky Ricardo looking guy. He's got mm -hmm. like this 
silky black shirt and his white pants on or whatever. And uh, at the end of the movie, the bad guys wandered around with a pistol and like the, the outback and Crocodile Dundee sneaks up on him and puts a knife to his throat. Now, keep in mind, there's other bad guys out there that he still needs to deal with. Crocodile Dundee, like his response to him with a knife to the main bad guy's throat is... And then like he's got this weird look on his face and then it cuts away to uh, like some of the other surviving bad guys and them looking around for Cro- Crocodile Dundee. And then suddenly they see like the main bad guy or what appears to be the main bad guy, you know, their their boss, their leader, pushing around Crocodile Dundee with a gun. So they come out and they're like, hey, you got him. That's what I'm talking about, man. Like the ability to like hold up a soldier, take their uniform and kind of like maybe even swap clothes with them. And Mm. I I don't know, like, and then suddenly their body looks like your dead body or, you know, suddenly you can blend in with, with the other soldiers and, if you play your cards right, you know, make them think that the patrols are going off without a hitch because you check in at the check-in time. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just spitballing here, but like, there's all kinds of shit you could do to make this, to not only make it open world, but to make it maybe a little tighter than Metal Gear Solid Five in the sense that like, the storyline was just so loose. Mm-hmm. And like, to have that tight story of three, but that open world gameplay mechanics of five, man, I, I just, that would be a winning combination for me. <laughs> So anyway, Johnny, you need to watch Crocodile Dundee 2 and we'll we'll reconvene. There you go. That's what I'm going to do. I hope it still holds up. I haven't seen it in a while. 2? I don't know. I remember it being a lot of fun. I got to find out if we're streaming. Oh, I'm sure it's on streaming, but you probably have to pay like 2 bucks, 2.99 to watch it. Or just rent it, yeah. Anyway, there's lots of fun inspiration you can pull from all kinds of genre entertainment. It's like, gosh, like... Mm -hmm. The plot of Rambo First Blood Part 2, like that's like a one-man army out alone in the jungle against a, a you know an enemy you know faction that has helicopters and trucks mm-hmm. and shit. And it's like I just I want that experience of like planting exp- plastic explosives on trucks and mm-hmm. planting it on guard towers that can actually blow up and be demolished like in five. But just that tight fucking story of three. I'm sure p- multiple people will tweet at us that you guys are fucking morons. We just want the same old shit. <laughs> we just want the same old shit repackaged with better graphics. Don't fucking touch one blade of grass on that ground. I mean, this is a, this is going to be a good experiment. What is this going to look like with Akujima? And that's why I think they won't take chances. Yeah, exactly. I think they're going to go, we're going to play super safe. We're going to do what Resident Evil 2 did. We're going to give them a solid mm-hmm. remake. Very little changes. Very mm-hmm. little tweaks. Uh, it'll it'll be a huge hit just because the story's so popular, the characters are so popular, the dialogue's so iconic, the level design. We're just not gonna fix what ain't broken. Make a ton of money and then decide what re- game to remake next, and make a ton of money off of. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's the property. They're a company. They have every right to do this, and I have no yeah. problem with it. As a consumer, I'm excited. I will buy three no matter what and play it. This is this is yeah. the event that's gonna force me to buy PS5. Me, possibly me too. I don't know. Yeah, we'll we'll see. I only bought a PS4 for Metal Gear Solid Five. Mm-hmm. I only bought a PS3 for Metal Gear Solid. PS2. I was still kind of the gamer, mm-hmm. and I bought lots of games on the PS2. But I, I got a PS2 for Metal Gear Solid Two. Yeah, I don't. I think those days are over. Where like remember, you know, like Metal Gear Solid felt like it was so exclusive to Sony, and I think for Konami to make sure they get all their money, it's got to be on multiple platforms. 
Yeah, well, it makes you wonder, like, why mm. was it ever exclusive to Sony? I mean, the, the Xbox mm. controller is a very similar layout. It's got the four circular buttons. It's mm. got the two, you know, two or four triggers on the top. It's, it, and and some of them did port to Xbox. I mean, Metal Gear Solid yeah. 2 was on Xbox. I, I don't know what else, to be honest. I think they also got the Legacy Collection, didn't they? Because some people have... Um, Xbox got the HD Collection. But, like, the the point we're making is that when the games were initially released, they were PlayStation exclusives. Yeah. Rather than being on all the system, you know. Mm-hmm. Buy it on Xbox or PlayStation or Nintendo June 1st. Which is kind of good, so... Because, like, if the Master Collections are also going to be multiple platforms, including the remake, then you can take... If it's going to be on Steam, you could probably play it on the Steam Deck, and then these games will be portable on the go. Yeah, well. that would be awesome. Be absolutely awesome. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I, I for one, I'm looking forward to like n n the, these releases catching the attention of mm -hmm. new potential fans and, and and people joining the Metal Gear community and yeah. going. I never knew about these games, and I I, I saw the, these re-releases or in, in the remake, and, and they're awesome. And and people joining the f the fold mm -hmm. and and bringing their own unique personalities and and unique you know fan skill sets to to the community and you know like oh oh that's Raspberry it's almost a minor mm -hmm. miracle that she emerged in the last year or two with the fact the second and third game have been so elusive the past year or two oh right yeah unless you, you hop on eBay I guess you can hop on eBay and buy a used copy for like twenty five bucks it's probably beat up and got stickers mm -hmm. all over it that say you know GameStop and discount prices listed on them yeah and i was gonna say with these new ones um i kind of i kind of hope that there'll be like some midnight releases i haven't done that in a long time exactly I, I, the last time i did that was for was for the phantom pain i kind of like i kind of like that even when the phantom pain came out even though i would have like I, I i didn't have kids mm -hmm. yet although mm -hmm. my wife and i were engaged at the time um I'd reached a point in my life where I just wasn't a gamer anymore. And I'm like, oh, mm. fuck it. Like, if it's not in stock for the first two weeks, I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. That's just where I was. I just, I, I love gaming and I have so much fun when I play games. And like, I've been mm. really bonding with my son lately over like Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild and, and Link's Awakening. Like, it's been really fun, like sharing these game experiences with him where he's mostly playing and I kind of help him out with the hard parts. Mm -hmm. Um, So I, I'm kind of getting back into gaming, but. The truth is, as a dad, as a father, as a working man, I just, I, fuck, I don't have time to, to really yeah, just get home from school or get home from work and go, fuck, I'm going to network with my friends all night long. Exactly. And, and and order a pizza. That's just, those years are long gone for me. I can only do that yeah. once, every once in a while for something special. And for me, it's it's the Metal Gear series. That's one they pick, yeah. Maybe if Dino Crisis gets a remake, I'd do it for Dino Crisis. I don't know if that's. I everything. bought the Resident Evil games, but they're just sitting there. I I haven't even bothered opening them. Part of the reason mm. is that my PlayStation Four isn't working, having technical issues. I probably need to. Can you tell, still take that stuff into like Best Buy or, or GameStop and have them fix it for you? Um, probably not them. Like you probably have to bring it to like uh, some kind of like secondhand place that does. Well, I need to get that done. It got to the point where it kept breaking like every month and a half. Oh and my I, god. I don't use it for anything other than playing Blu-rays and, and playing yeah. Metal Gear Solid 5. It's got to be something internal then. Like it was the type of thing where 
the way I was fixing it is I had to get a thumb drive and go to the PlayStation website mm -hmm. and then set the memory stick on a certain mode and download this one patch, mm -hmm. plug it into my PlayStation, and it'd run through this routine and it would it'd, it'd seem fixed. And then another fucking seven weeks later, the same fucking thing would happen again. So it needs like update patches? I don't know. I just feel like it's really, really busted and I barely fucking used it. So I, I used it to play one video game and to watch my Blu-rays. Like, I don't overuse it. And it's not like I... Did you buy it when it was first released? Like one of the first ones? It might be one of the first models, but like, I, I can assure you, like, mm -hmm. I, was, I did not... I bought it years after the PlayStation 4 was available. Oh, so it's not it like one of the that. early day one yeah. versions no. that would be all buggy and stuff. Like, I literally... I bought Metal Gear Solid 5 originally on the PS3 mm -hmm. and played it through beginning to end on the PS3. And then at a much later date, I was like, I should buy a PS4 so I can experience the game on the on the proper mm. current generation of hardware it was meant for. So like I bought a PS4 at a much later date, uh, and then rebought mm. you know the Phantom Pain collection um probably a year or two after it came out. Oh, okay. And I, I barely use my PS4 and it's super buggy now. <laughs> wow. And, and that's been one of the hurdles of me not really getting into gaming right now. Other than um, I've been trying to... I haven't had much time, but I've been trying to replay Metal Gear Solid 2 on PS3. Mm -hmm. So that you and I can talk about it. Like we'd we'd planned to at a certain point. Just kind of life got in the way. Yeah, I know. Don't worry. Yeah. We'll I get keep, there. We'll get there. I keep doing that thing where I keep replaying the tanker level to get better and better and better and, <laughs> and seeing less and less and less before I really commit to just going through the game. Mm. And I'm, I'm I'm getting there. I got to the part where like you uh, have to get to like the you run past the engine room and mm -hmm. there's that little locker room that has the picture of the boy and the girl holding hands. Yeah. And there's like that little hallway that leads to the door that has like four trip wires of C4. Mm hmm. I was like, where the fuck are there all the remote controls for this thing? I couldn't oh. find all three of them. And I kept blowing up. I'm like, where the fuck is the third one? Oh, you had to jump on top of a generator. And then you yeah. could see for a little shelf that had a little green blinky light that you had to shoot out. It took... I'm, I'm rusty. I'm super rusty. Apparently, I'm running low on time now. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm just, no one's coming out here for me. So, that, yeah, it's getting late. All right, buddy. Well, we better wrap this up. Uh, I'm running on fumes. Uh, yeah, I mean, this has probably been an incoherent mess for the last five hours. I hope you people enjoyed. But this one is going to be Metal Gear Resurrections After Dark. Yeah. That's what this one's going to be. People, We're going to create a whole new sub uh, genre of Metal Gear Re Resurrection episodes that people just don't want to listen to. <laughs> Where we just kind of ramble until we're just incoherently tired and exhausted with speculation Exactly. And just repeating the same points. I'm not saying you have to edit this episode, but it would probably benefit from editing. I'm gonna, I guess I'm, I'm gonna have to because it's like that long, quiet point. When I was yeah. like, I gotta go for a second. Be right back. You might want to edit out two or three of the times we said, you know what, Metal Gear Solid Three should be open worlds with a remake. People are gonna be like, what? No. It's interesting to see all the different opinions. I mean, Apache Smash, mm -hmm. he's a speed runner. So, like, from his perspective, he's like, the the game yeah. plays like clockwork. I love it the way it is. I've 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 literally played the game so much that I've broken the mechanics of it, and I love that. Mm -hmm. So he's not excited about the idea of just running across mountains and hills and vast valleys of emptiness to get to the next area. That doesn't appeal to him. And I, I, I understand that. 
But me as somebody who just likes to laboriously like crawl through areas and steal shit and just kind of cause chaos, it's yeah. I kind of like a big area to to do that in. I don't know my playing style. Like I'm not in a hurry to get anywhere, and I kind of like to stop and smell the roses and mm -hmm. smell the daffodils and smell the dandelions and and then blow some people up and hold some people at knife point and just kind of yeah, not not really be in any hurry to get through the level. To really just kind of like go, oh, I'm I'm gonna call Colonel Z or Major Zero over and over and over again. That way, I, I get all of his dialogue for this area. That's oh, funny. a boss fight! I better call everybody on my on my radio. That way, I can hear every single piece of dialogue in the game that's hidden. Uh, that can only be heard when I'm fighting, even though it's usually a pretty easy boss fight. Well, Johnny, I'm gonna let you go, man. All right. One a.m. here. I know it's two there. It is. Metal Gear Resurrection After Hours. I hope you guys enjoyed our new segment. This is just like, we're in the green room. Johnny's wearing a smoking jacket. He's got a pipe. I'm just in my boxers. I got a bandana tied around my... Actually, it's just my necktie. I have a necktie tied around my head. There's a little booze involved. I was going to say, there's been a lot of booze for me in my head. <laughs> Johnny, it's been fun, man. Yeah, you too, Clint. Man, it's, it's been a while since we last connected, and it's been great. Yeah, it feels like we just started. It's been five hours already. Holy shit. We're just having fun talking. There's probably not much substance or value to what I've been talking about. <laughs> we literally have five screenshots in an announcement trailer with a guy that sort of mm -hmm. looks like Snake with mud on his face. Well, we have some substance, and then there was subsistence. So we'll, we'll see. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be fun, irregardless. Oh sure. Yeah. Metal Gear Solid Delta Snake Eater Subsistence Abuse. It sounds. It still sounds weird in my mind. De Delta, Subsistence. Like, no, Delta. Delta. Oh, Delta. It yeah. So weird. Like, uh, yeah. Whatever. I'll just call it Snake Eater. Hell, they could have called it Metal Gear Delta. Yep. Metal Gear Delta has a nice ring to it. Metal Gear Solid Delta is a little convoluted. It's too much. It's too much. We'll see what they give us. We're so used to Metal Gear and then a one-syllable number. Mm-hmm. Metal Gear Solid Two. Metal Gear Solid 3, Metal Gear Solid 5, and now we have Metal Gear Solid Delta. The series started, it was just called Metal Gear. <laughs> and then they did a coy little thing when they went to 3D graphics and said, well, we'll call it Metal Gear Solid now. They could have went back to Metal Gear. Now it's Metal Gear Solid Delta Snake Eater. It could, yeah, you're right. It could have been a Metal Gear Delta yeah. Snake Eater. Or just Metal Gear Delta. Fuck it. Like, I think they do need to rebrand the series. Yeah. I mean, like, they... Go, okay, the Metal Gear Solid saga, that's that's a like Kojima's, like, definitive mm -hmm. story. But we're, we're going to tell new stories, and we're going to kind of, like, continue the continuity into the future. But we're going we're gonna to make it a little different. We're going to make it our own. So we're gonna, not going to call it Metal Gear Solid. We're going to call it Metal Gear, fuck it, Alpha. Metal Gear, you know. Mm -hmm. You can call it whatever you want. Just probably calling it Metal Gear Solid 6 is probably not a smart move. Mm -hmm. I don't know. But then again, Metal Gear Solid 6 would probably generate more hype than Metal Gear Alpha. Yeah, it's true. So they just you you painted yourself into a corner now. And now you have to come up with what you're gonna put after Metal Gear Solid something. I think I really think they're gonna drop the Delta. I think when we get the first yeah. official trailer, it'll it'll say Metal Gear Solid, and then in green Delta, and then the Delta will fade away, and then a green three will appear. Maybe. <laughs> That'd be that guys, that's the best way to save face. Just fuck. <laughs> just say, oh yeah, the Delta was just an attention grabby thing. Uh, whatever. Yeah. It doesn't 
because the 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 name Metal Gear is what the it's what the where the money is gonna be. Mm-hmm. You couldn't just say like this is just gonna be called Snake Eater, just Snake Eater. You could. I mean, because you would know what it is. Like, oh yeah, I definitely know what that is. I mean, some people jokingly posted like fake titles of what they're gonna do next, where it's like Metal Gear Alpha, mm-hmm. Sons of Liberty, Metal Gear Beta, uh, Guns of the Patriots. Metal Gear Delta Snake Eater, Metal Gear uh, Omega, uh, fucking the Phantom Pain. It's like, oh yeah, that'll really clear up the timeline confusion. <laughs> I mean, at least with the numbers, there was some sense of an order that you need to play the games in. I was gonna say this is what the title has done to us, us rubbing our heads. Mm-hmm. It's causing a headache already. It's fine. It's just kind of stupid, is all. Because they, you know what? Like, I think I think even Nitrate said it. They try. To be like a Kojima, and be and try to be smart with the title. Oh yeah, I think Shane was the first one I saw who's like, oh god, they're they're really, mm-hmm. they're trying to market it in a way that could they think Kojima would market it. When he did the whole koi thing, when he announced mm-hmm. Metal Gear Solid Five Ground Zeroes, but then there was this other announcement trailer that was like, the mm-hmm. Phantom Pain by Moby Dick Productions. Oh right, yeah. And they were like acting like there was this whole separate game from this whole separate studio, and it's like. I don't even get why he did that. Because <laughs> at a certain point, they just came yeah. clean like, oh yeah, it's the second half of the game. <laughs> to be smart and tricky. And to be fair, at that point in my life, I was barely paying attention to the marketing of these games. It's just like, when's the fucking release date? <laughs> you got my money. I, I didn't pay attention to marketing, and I imagine with this one, the marketing is going to be very, very low. I think the next thing we'll probably see is, is probably like, they'll call this the teaser. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing will be trailer number one, and we'll probably see a whole bunch of like cutscenes and gameplay footage. Um, and hopefully the Delta will be gone. <laughs> but they really leaned into it with that concept trailer. Yeah, like it's incorporated into it. Like they flew through like trees in a swamp that that the the roots look like the Delta logo mm-hmm. before seeing Snake, and then the, the camera pans up, and then the tree branches emerging into the sky in sunlight looks like a Delta logo. And then they actually draw a green Delta logo. And then the title appears, Metal Gear Solid Delta. The more we talk about me- emphasizing on Delta, it just makes me think about the airline company. It makes me think of Star Trek. The The Starfleet logo is a very... Oh, the right. Fans really I call it like the Delta. It's a very Delta shape. I, I, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, so I, I see the Delta shape. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, guys. Star Trek got that like... centuries ago like you can't appropriate the delta no you gotta this is the metal gear series it's all about nuclear war why didn't you go for the omega which looks like a fucking mushroom cloud i hear omega i instantly think doomsday bomb metal gear solid omega snake i don't know yeah especially this is the beginning this is not the beginning of it all hell the game even opens with a fucking mushroom cloud is this the only game in the series that has a mushroom cloud? And they went with Metal Gear Solid Delta. They could have gone with Omega, which I think also means big. Let's see. Something is Omega. It's look it big. Up. It's large. That could be like, we're going open world with it, guys. It's Metal Gear Solid Omega. Snake Eater. Yeah, you could have called it Omega because that would be referring to the beginning. Because Alpha refers to the end. Omega means the oh, beginning. No, 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 Alpha's beginning. Sorry, Omega's. Oh, end. that's what I thought. I thought Alpha yeah. was the beginning. I thought Omega Sorry. was the ending. Sorry, like I'm reading it. It's weird, like as I'm talking. 
yeah, it's like, you know, Alpha and Omega, first and last. Could have called it Alpha. Yeah, you could have called it Alpha. Metal Gear Alpha, MGA. Tell Alpha's an even Delta-shaped thing. You could have zoomed through those tree roots and had a big fucking A. I don't get it. I don't know. This pretentious idea that, well, Delta represents... um, if you look up Webster's dictionary definition of delta, it means to 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 uh, remake but not change too much. Yeah, they 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 mentioned that like it was like not to change the structure or something. Like that. I was like, how many th- sources did you have to thumb through to figure out that title? I just wonder who 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 this whose decision was that like we're gonna do delta. I don't know. I mean, uh, the community like, was kind of like, oh, what? The fourth it's like letter. the one thing that was like, you don't so, need to do that. So the fourth letter. It'd be the f- talk about the first. It was like they were embarrassed that they went straight for Metal Gear Solid Three remake, even though Capcom very proudly went for the Metal Gear or the Resident Evil Two remake. Decades after they had released the 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 remake to the original on GameCube, which is kind of outdated and obsolete now by today's standards. There's probably a whole bunch of gamers that just scoffed at me. They're like, "You fucking asshole." <laughs> I have every system that ever existed in the best games, and they're all hooked up to a CRT TV in my in my man cave. That's a big problem with video games for me, is I feel like the hardware to play them on just becomes outdated. And that's the thing. Like, it's mm. a scattershot. Okay, so maybe yeah. one or two of those meanings applies to the game, but what about the other seven meanings for Delta? When I think of Delta, I think mm. like a Delta at the end of a river. That's also one of them, too. But to me, that would represent, okay, you're going to call it Metal Gear Solid Delta Snake Eater. That would mean going from one path to multiple paths, which would mean opening mm-hmm. the game world up. Yeah. That's uh, what a river delta does, is a river flows yeah. to the coast, and then it kind of turns into a delta where multiple different streams shoot off from the river and connect to like a, a bigger water source, like a lake or an ocean. And you have all these kind of islands that split the river up into multiple smaller streams. That's your delta, mm-hmm. which would mean multiple paths that you could take. I'm getting a lot of that, looking up the meaning of delta. Yeah, that's what I think of when I hear yeah. delta. That's the only reason I would ever use the word delta. So I don't know what they're alluding to. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I mean, I, I guess that's your way of differentiating it from the original game other than just saying Metal Gear Solid 3 Remake. Perfectly okay, too. Nobody ever had a problem with that when they did it for the Resident Evil game. Yeah, and I, I think it's just the 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 dissolvement of relationship between the company and the creative is what plays a factor into it. Yeah. Who knows? Why, why we're not free? You just call it Metal Gear Solid 3 Remake. Yeah. Why not? Or just, you know, like you said, like, you know, Resident Evil 2 doesn't say Resident Evil 2 Remake. It just says Resident Evil 2. Well, they had a cute little thing where the R can be in red and the E can be in red and the RE sort of means remake. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of a cute little thing that they did that you can't really do to the Metal Gear Solid title. I mean, I guess you got Snake Eater, but Eater is like ER rather than RE. I'm overthinking it already. Unless you're doing like a, like what's it called? An anagram? Oh, where you scramble the letters? Where you scramble the letters. You can get a remake out of it. There's no M out, in there, right? Out of the Metal whole Gears. thing. No, no, there is an M, M there. Yeah, out of the whole thing, like the whole title, like Metal Gear Solid Three, Snake Eater, switch it all around, and you get remake in there. Yeah, uh, you're the right. Rest is. I mean, you could have just called it anything, but like you just, 
Delta. I don't know. I guess that's an in- that's an attention grabby way to probably grab metrics because here's that's probably mm-hmm. what it is. Because let's say you called it Metal Gear Solid Three, right? Well, people are going to be tweeting about the old Metal Gear Solid Three, and they're yeah. going to be Google searching for the old Metal Gear Solid Three. So how do you know that they're Google searching for the remake? Mm. Now, yeah. granted, you could you could you could uh, uh, pull Twitter data or, or Google search data for Metal Gear Solid Three remake as a mm-hmm. phrase, or you could make it even more specific than that and say Delta. How many tweets said Metal Gear Delta? How many Google searches said Metal Gear Delta? It might be just to pull, uh, yeah, pull that analytical data to see what the interest is to differentiate it from the other project which is the volume one collection which has metal gear solid 3 on it mm. mm-hmm. i don't know all i know is that like i want to say like since i think since like six o'clock metal gear has been trending on twitter i saw that i couldn't even figure out the reason why it was just like that just metal gear does that it's just because everybody's it's just because just everybody's talking about it from all their different perspectives and yeah metal gear has always done that for as long as i've been on twitter which is almost two years now it seems like once a month like clockwork metal gear is just trending like crazy just fans are just going nuts in these deep metal gear conversations because like there's a deep Mm -hmm. passion for the series and yeah now we have something to talk about it helps that they're like being they're using the official metal gear page and like you know actually using it tweeting out yeah to, to the fans and stuff well that's the thing too like there's an official metal gear uh, twitter account but like they haven't had anything to report new in five years since mm-hmm. survive came out other than just to say happy anniversary or there's a sale with the anniversary yeah or you know. sorry about the delisted titles we'll take care of it at some point they took care of it all right they're repackaging it hey good good they they, they kept their word <laughs> they did um, and, and luckily they got it in right before the deadline too, because mm-hmm. July 7th is right around the corner. If they didn't say anything, I would be like, well, it's been a year guys. What yeah, it's the, the 36th anniversary. For? What are you going to announce now? So I, I was getting, I was getting kind of smug right well, now, about a couple of weeks ago. Now they're going to announce like, I don't know if they announced the collections date. They just said autumn of, of this year. Just, just, just the fall. Um, so now they could probably give us a date. Like, yeah, I'm not a, not 100% sure, but you're right. Like if yeah. they haven't announced the date yet, more than likely on the on the 36th anniversary they could say get mm-hmm. the master collection volume 1 on September I don't know, 13th whatever yeah, date. They pick. That's cool. That'll give me time to save up money for a PlayStation 5. Or hell, I might I might even wait and say I I just the only thing I want for Christmas is a PlayStation 5. Someone's okay. going to listen 6 hours of this podcast and go, "We got him." There we go. They've infringed on our intellectual property. Sick them. Oh, boy. We definitely went into, like, overtime. This is, like, the third overtime. Yeah, I know. We keep trying to wrap it up, and then we just won't shut up. I now mm. want to talk about Santa Claus and why Big Boss believes because you I'm going to let you go. PS5 for Christmas. PS5 for Christmas, folks. PS5 for Christmas. Well, there's some people out there that are like, oh, fuck that. Like, I'm going to swipe my credit card and go into debt. <laughs> Or I've got the money, you know. I don't know. These consoles are so fucking expensive. It's such. Yeah. Every time there's a new generation of console, I'm just like, oh fuck, there goes another what, three hundred and fifty mm-hmm. bucks or four hundred bucks. 
I, I was almost happy that the mm. Metal Gear series was dead because I felt like I didn't need to buy any more consoles. But just mm -hmm. when I thought I was done with it, they pull me back in, Johnny. I was, I knew, I knew you were gonna go with. The, I knew you were gonna do that. I was gonna say like he's gonna. He's it's gonna it's give such me low hanging fruit, and I'm so tired. Godfather Three, Metal Gear Solid Delta, folks, check it out. Yep, it's PS Five, Xbox Series XS, and Steam. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to get it for PlayStation because I, mm. I just I can't imagine myself playing Metal Gear Solid on any other type of hardware. It feels more natural. It feels more natural. The controls were designed for that controller. Yeah. The controller hasn't really changed since PlayStation mm. One. What is it? Just haptic feedback now? I can't do it on an Xbox controller. I wonder what they're gonna do with that. If it's haptic feedback. What are they gonna give us for that? I don't know. These are all great questions. They gotta give us something. Come on, it's technology. Give me something for the money people are spending. Check it out. Metal Gear Solid Delta. Snake Eater. Delta Force? Metal Gear Solid Delta Force? I was gonna I, I didn't bother looking up, but what branch of the military does Naked Snake did he serve? Was he he wasn't a Green Beret. That was that was solid, right? Oh gosh. I or he was a Green Beret. I don't it even depends remember. on the continuity, because like I remember like Here we go. I think Metal Gear on Nintendo and Snake Eater on Nintendo had a whole different explanation. Like maybe he was in the CIA for a while. I don't We just did it to ourselves again. We we're like, oh, we're gonna close it up. Time for I, us I think they've they've really like to go to bed. Been wishy washy with Snake's real military history outside of Foxhound. Special forces. What is that supposed to mean? That's a generic term that you just throw out there to say he was a badass that did some like real yeah. dark shit in the battlefield. Oh right, U.S. Army Special Forces. So what's oh. that? What's U.S. Army Special Forces? Is that an actual just? That's it. That's it. Oh really? You know, Special Forces guys in the Army. They like they're, those are the guys that like they'll send on like a black life raft up to an enemy ship and they like plant explosives and then. Um, you know, this take is, off. Uh, known as Green Berets. Oh, okay. So that that's what Green Berets is. Is Army Special Forces or Green Berets? Yeah, United States Army Special Forces, colloquially known as Green Berets, to the, due to the headgear. Oh, so in the that's early nineties, Snake would have been a Green Beret before he joined what, Foxhound. That's what Big Boss is. Does that make sense for Delta? What is, what is Delta Force then? Were they? That's a canon movie with Chuck Norris. Is really? that like a real thing too? A real thing. Uh, you know what? For the, for the people who, who are from the military, they're gonna like who love Mel Gear. They're gonna like who the fuck are these guys talking about oh, military? Yeah. Assuming that they're still listening, oh, I applaud anybody really... who who listened this far and thought that maybe there'd be a nugget of cool information. It's a real thing. It's part of the Navy. Oh. Navy Maybe and that's Air the Force. special forces for the navies, Delta Na Force. Yeah, Navy and Air Force counterpart. So you're saying Big Boss is a Green Beret, but his but remake is called Delta. You see, something an army guy would hate. <laughs> We're pointing that out. Pointing that out, they're gonna hate that. The military people who love this series for the fact that it's about the military and they they love their guns and weaponry are gonna be like, I already hate Delta. You screwed it up. Maybe Delta by itself doesn't mean anything. Maybe you have to say Delta Force for it to mean Delta Force. Maybe Delta is yeah. not a shorthand for Delta Force. Delta Force. You have to actually say Delta Force. 
be interesting to watch the Chuck Norris classic Delta Force and Delta Force 2 and see if they ever just kind of refer to it as you were on the Delta team, weren't you? You were a Delta, weren't you? I don't know. I hear Greek letters and I think of like fraternities. That's what I think. That or either like, you know, like Greek food. Oh, yeah. Which is making me hungry now. It's like it's like two two in the morning where I am and I'm going like, I'm a little bit hungry. Well, it's, sure. It's like maybe I'll go find a Greek diner. Be like, it's been hey. eight hours since dinner time. So, yeah, we, we've missed a couple of meals. <laughs> I thought I thought maybe Delta also coincided with like military as well, but you're right, Delta Force. You gotta say Force. Well, they've already stated their reasons. They said, "Well, Delta yeah. means this, and that's why we're calling the remake Delta." And it's like, oh, okay. Like, cool. I guess you wanted to create a conversation across the fan community of what Delta means. I feel like there's a lot of words yeah. you could have plugged in there, like the word remake. I mean, you had to like they, I, like you said, like they had to say something because it was not going to make much sense without. You know, telling us what's the, what is behind the the which context. tells you that it's not working. If you have to like issue a public statement Explain. saying, "Oh, we called it Delta because mm-hmm. Delta means this," it's not working. Because you really, yeah, they, they, they how fast was that statement released? What, oh God, less, that was within than, the day. That yeah, was within yeah. the day. Because people are probably going, "What is Delta? What does that mean?" It, it must have been planned. I, I don't know. Probably. Either they were seeing the response and going, shit, we got to put a statement together. Or the statement was planned and like, we're going to mm-hmm. announce it. And then four hours later, we're going to say, this is what Delta means. I'm pretty sure that's what they planned yeah, on. It could have been yeah. just on their on their schedule for that day of we're going to release the trailer. And then we're going to issue a statement talking about Delta and the philosophy mm-hmm. of it and what it means. It's possible. I feel like that's how insecure Metal Gear fans are. Like, we need we need to know what what this mean. Like, tell us more. We're, we're starving over That's here. That's who we are. Because, like, the thing is, is, like, there's such a deep lore and deep continuity that, like, people who have really been a part of the series for the long haul, they they dive into that continuity to un- understand it better. And it kind of makes them obsessed with continuity and canon. I mean, I, I'm a Star Trek fan, too. And it's kind of the same way with Star Trek, where it's like there's, like, 700 fucking episodes and... Mm-hmm. There's so much continuity and backstory to all these characters and the events and how they cross over and intersect with each other. Same way with Metal Gear, even though it's a series of like eight canonical titles or something like that. But the, the, it's a series that's been around for 35 years. And it's it's evolved off the over the course of 8-bit gaming platforms, 32-bit gaming platforms, you know, HD, 4K, you know, all the way up to modern hardware. And I mean, fuck. I mean, that's that's why I'm still hanging around the fan mm-hmm. community is th- this whole Metal Gear D pro- Metal Build project. I just, for some mm-hmm. reason, that was the thing that was like, why isn't anybody doing this? It's such a no brainer. Like, there's this model that's there's barely any photographs of it. We yeah. sort of have an inkling of an idea what model they used to kitbash it for the most part. Why isn't anybody purchasing that model and doing some research and like, can it be recreated? <laughs> Do we have enough photographs to recreate it? And I got to the point where it's like, I needed the answer so bad. I just, I had to do it myself. Most people would do. Yeah. I was just curious. I'm just a fan that's super fucking curious. So like, fuck it. I'll spend my own money and I'll do this research that I think someone needs to do. Because apparently, I- I'm sure the thought is, I know the thoughts crossed. A f- I could count the people on one hand whose that thought has crossed their minds, and it's two mm. people. But they bought the model kit and just looked at mm. it a little bit and just kind of put it back in the box. And I, I, 
it had to be taken further. I'm, I'm looking ahead on the calendar in this, this after dark thing we're doing right now. Mm -hmm. I'm going to release it on the 15th of July. Oh, for MGS Con. That's what it's going to lead up to. Like the one we did with Lenny is going to be for July 5th. And I said, I'm going to put make that for the anniversary. Oh, gosh. I wish I'd known the release date. I would have said, wish everybody a happy 4th of July <laughs> on the first half. And then this half said, hey, it's better than your solid con. How are you doing, folks? Oh, shit. I just realized that, too. Isn't it both like the date and the anniversary? Oh, oh, um, Metal Gear. When is the anniversary for Metal Gear? I think Metal Gear One released on July seventh. Oh, you're right. No, 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 wait, 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 wait. Why is it July thirteenth? Is the second game? I gotta look it up now. No, 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 no. First game came out July thirteenth. Second game out came out July twentieth. So July thirteenth is the thirteenth. 36th mm -hmm. anniversary. Okay, so I can do that. That's just a Thursday. How drastically a year has changed. Went from like, this franchise is dead in the water to, we got games now. Yeah, we got shit to talk about. I mean, we got Metal Gear Solid 1, 2, and 3 getting remasters, and that, that also includes Metal Gear and Metal Gear 2 on the MSX. So it's mm. five games. I think some people have said six. Is there something in there I'm missing? Oh, they're talking about the VR missions. Yeah, that's what okay. it is. I think I'm, I've never really counted that as a separate entry because I think in Japan, I think they got it all at once, didn't they? I think it was like uh, maybe for like the integral one where it's like it was bundled together. All at once. Maybe yeah. I could have sworn it was like in Japan. They just got Metal Gear Solid and the VR missions as one whole package. Mm -hmm. And then here they in the have. US, we got them as split up as two different packages. Yeah, they may have. I could be wrong. Yeah. But I never really considered it a separate game, even though that's exactly what it is right here in the U.S., at least as far as I'm aware, because I, I own it. I own a copy in shrink wrap still of VR missions. So, yeah, six, ga six games, six games ported to modern consoles and a remake on the way. It's a pretty exciting time to be a Metal Gear fan. Have you noticed yeah, anything like... since the announcement? What do you mean? I don't know. Like my follower count shot way up. Oh, yeah, I'm getting more followers and more listeners now. There were those of us who were like, mm -hmm. almost like a cult, almost. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it had been eight years since like our, the last entry that we considered canonic, you know, uh, whatever, or, or yeah. the people that played Survive 2 count, but it's been like half a decade since there's been any news. And like, there, there was, a, you know, a, a group of us that were, you know, just talking about it all the time anyway. Mm-hmm. But now that there's suddenly like all this fucking news about like the, the this remaster collection and yeah. and this remake coming out, it's like suddenly like there's like this spike in interest. It's pretty cool. Which is good for everybody because we're all gonna get together and talk. Yeah, it's like fifty percent of the middle community was just like, okay, I'm coming out of retirement, <laughs> <laughs> and now they're back. They're back, baby. Like bringing, we're getting the band back together. Yeah. They're like, oh, okay. Oh, there's a new medical. Oh, fuck. I forgot about that. Let me jump on social media and see what the other guys are saying. <laughs> you guys are still here? Don't you know they haven't released a real Metal Gear game in eight years? Yeah, fuck. I don't know. <laughs> I was doing kind of hobby stuff. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I had other reasons to be here. All right, Johnny. I, I, I got to wrap it up, man. It's getting yeah. getting late. Super late for you, too, man. You're going to have a rough day tomorrow. Yeah, I was sleeping. Happy MGS Con, folks. I hope you had a good time. 
I hope people are rocking out, not with their you know what's out. Be appropriate at MGS. Saying this with the background that you have right now. Oh yeah, sorry. Johnny has a picture behind him of Johnny Sasaki with his naked ass up in the air and stars around his head. Don't do what I do. That's what I would say. Like, don't do. If it's something that I would do, don't do it. There we go. You know, Johnny, you don't need to wear me around your chest at MGS. If you, you know, you know what you could do. Just mm. you should buy one of those Metal Gear D T-shirts. And when people come up to you and go, hey, "Are you Metal Gear D model?" You go, "Yeah, that's me." Oh my god! <laughs> something to think about. That. I'll think about it. All right, all right, Clint. And then you can just be a dick to people, start shoving them around, be real mean to. Them. <laughs> yeah, I can't do that. You can really drag my name through the mud. That'd be fun. Shit. No, you can't do that. You're chaperoning celebrities mm-hmm. around. You're, you're gonna want to be able to do that. No. Yeah. Exactly. All right. All, all right. right. Have a good night, folks. Take it easy, everybody. See you next fall. Bye.